Absolutely. Today absolutely sucked. All right. Guys, today sucked. It was the first day back to work. In what? How long has it been? I think eight months. Oh my God. Eight months. Wow. Eight months. And it could have gone longer. I could have waited till March. But I said, no, now it's time to go back now. Uh, I get wouldn't have gone back. Wow. At that point. Get life Dude, back. Dude, if I waited till move. March, I definitely wouldn't have gone back. No, but they hold you your job, so it's good. You never worked a day in your life, Dean. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Did they make you like a cake? Like, did they miss you? Well, yeah. All the cust- all the people I delivered to was like, oh, where have you been? This and that. But the, the thing that sucked today was as, it was as hot as hell. I was glistening the entire day. Wow. But... Fifteen thousand steps. God, your customers are hot and bothered. <laughs> wow, wait, when you deliver, you you walk like you are you you drive. I got a truck. I have my truck. No, I have my truck. But of okay. course, you gotta you gotta walk when you're delivering. You park and, and then walk to each house. And then of go course, you got a map yeah. that you gotta take. Oh, care of. that sucks. Everyone you ever get chased by dogs? Package. Well, in oh. America, they just pull up to your mailbox. Like the the cars. The, the yeah, because you guys they, have the mailboxes right at the sit. street. Yeah. Right. That's because you're in a rural yeah. area. We have that too, but no, we don't. Uh, wow. I go. I have the. I got to do the work. Fifteen thousand. You have the urban fun. areas. You see yeah. any uh, hot toys packages, Sancho packages? No, actually. Um, what do you call that? McFarland uh, spawn shit today, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. that's cool. oh that's package. what you delivered today? Yeah, wow. that's. I saw a box. I'm like, oh. Wow! Look at that. You, you should have put, put a collecting weekly sticker. Card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the person that I delivered it to, I told him about CW before the, the show to tune in. So I don't know if he ever tuned in. I said, "Okay, thanks, and close the door on you." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, what can like Brown a... do for you?" Wow. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel? I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockett here, Tiller this is the true form of floor gang right here very nice youtube.com slash collecting weekly thank you very much that's very cool big 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 hey guys my name is zach i'm dean i'm john i'm ben i'm marco and i'm Gigi. welcome to this week's episode of collecting weekly it's a weekly podcast where my friends and i talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting yeah, that's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Use code CW10. That's capital C, capital W, one zero during our live recording for ten percent off all in stock items. Make sure you go to One Six Corner dot com and check it out. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We got five new hot toys to talk about. We got some new photos. Uh, production photos, rather, of the Inart Joker and a tease of their Batman. So we're very excited to talk about all of that. Uh, we got Toy Mafia in the chat, Tukatri, Sam Gist, 
Uh, Michael Mann, one two three Thor, one two three Gaming, Danikin Lee Walker. We also have Nicolio, PT Works, Aaron Grove, uh, Baby Boy five six two here for the Ben Thomas commentary. PT Works. Uh, we also have Equan, a rare GG appearance. I thought she was <laughs> she quit like three quits ago. Me too, Equan. Scott Bradley, uh, Leighton Richards, uh, see a dream. You love to see it. Uh, we also have Moose Dream. Wow, lots of dreams in the chat. Brenton Palmer, the the lovely Brenton Palmer. We got Drew, DJ, Equan says, where's Brenton Banner? Uh, Thule and uh, Punisher XS in the chat. What's up, guys? Uh, Dean, we have a very special segment that we kick off all the best shows of Collective yeah, Weekly. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What did you get in this week? So I only have one. It came in the mail today, so that's why I didn't send any pictures to Zach before he gets mad. Yeah, that's but, why. <clears throat> it's <laughs> the, uh... You'll get the new this week on Wednesday, and you still won't send pictures. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Well, it's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, it's the Star Wars Expanded Universe, which is the three and three quarter inch um, Shea Vizla from the Star Wars The Old Republic online game. Uh, this figure was... Stupid expensive up until about a month ago when they announced they were going to re-release it. So uh, it was a community poll that voted on which figure they were going to reissue, and this was the winner. And I have always wanted one to go with my uh, Republic Trooper from the same show, uh, game. And <coughs> yeah, um, these were like in the hundreds of dollars uh, on card. This one I got loose. It was like 60 bucks. That was a steal at the time. I think they have since reissued this one as well. So this is that. It's only 15 bucks on BBTS if you're looking to grab one. Uh, I got it from Hasbro Pulse. I think you could still get them in stock. Um, so if you need one, they're there. And that's all shout I got. Out, this week. Shout out to Sia Dream. We have a new YouTube channel member. So hey, welcome to nice. the uh, channel Thank membership. You. you love to see it. Nice. Uh, Marco, you had a new this week also. Tell us about it. Yeah, so Gigi just quit. But, um, yeah, she got a wow, cannon. Really? Yeah, she did. It, she had had enough. No, Pancake was wildin', so she had to take her away. Um, yeah, so this is a picture of Pancake. Uh, Gigi just got this new cannon, which she had wanted for a while. Um, and she's so excited. She was taking pictures of everything from... I came home, she was had one of my short troopers outside. She was taking pictures of that. Um, taking pictures of Pancake, and so yeah, she's very excited. Is that true? Hopefully, was she doing figure photography? Well, now she is. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Love to hear. Love to hear. Gigi, All right, to she's go. coming to set me straight. Set the, the reason <laughs> I left is because Marco's over here pushing me because his knees are touching me and he's sweating. <laughs> like, bro. Here's the thing, though. You know, if you say, "Hey, your knees are sweating," okay, don't anyway, come and put your knee right next to me. Here's that guy. the camera. Jesus Christ! Oh, be careful yeah. where you point that thing. Jesus Whoa. It's absolutely good. It's a girthy. I know. You can I was like, see how the moon. I thing? feel like you could have like a three inch lens and be more than enough. Oh, 100%. I mean, a two inch lens would, lens would probably do the job. Yeah. I mean, like the one inch is more than enough and the two <laughs> or three is just asking for some I'm generous. pretty sure so, if you definitely. point that at someone, you can read their thoughts. <laughs> no shit. Jesus so Christ. I have been talking to some of the people in the community because that's Mark a canon. Yes. 
<laughs> Marco, it is called a cannon, actually. Well, no, that's no literal. Uh, I wasn't cannon. sure if you knew. You were watching a master. Anyway, work. <laughs> so I've actually been talking to a few people in the community, and they kind of told me what lens to use to shoot Marco's um, figures. And right, I actually was able to take a Jesus few Christ, of them you can outside. See the moon <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I literally came back and she had my short trooper in the bushes. I was like, yo, what the fuck? At least it's one that I could replace easily, but damn. <laughs> and I did pay my tax. I just want to make that very clear. She did. There we she go. I was going to ask that. that. I was curious. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. Gigi looks so refreshed. You got like the tan going on. You got the live and let die shirt. You love to see it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, Zach, live and let dice. <laughs> not, to, <laughs> not to derail the show real quick. Oh, no, but derail today, it, bro. We were at Starbucks, and my sister was wearing the Live and Let Die shirt, and the uh, girl at the window was like, is that a Dungeons and Dragons reference? And my oh. sister was like, yeah, we have a, a campaign on, a, on our YouTube channel that we do every other week, and the girl was like, can you write it down so I could watch it? So You didn't uh, hit her with sister... that magnetic business card, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking it's already, hate it's already in your phone. It. I'm a dingus. Damn, that was a good oh, idea. Yeah, put... But yeah, yeah I, I thought that was cool. It. The Live and Let Die shirt, that works, man. Viral marketing. Go buy one. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I can't wait to see that next drawing of our homage team. As a matter of fact, we should start working on it right now. I gotta start it right now. There we go. You have permission there, my friend. Uh, John, Ben, and <laughs> Zach, um, really quick. I do have a new oh, yes. this week, but I'll wait till the next segment so we can talk about it. Ah, uh, yeah, because there's a little bit of spice going on with that. So yeah. we'll definitely talk about Ben and John. Yeah, anything you guys got this week? Too bad we don't have a Jerry on the panel. Jesus Christ! Nothing. No, nothing. I got to, I the only thing I got was for my cats, and there were these like little robo fish that like ah, you can put yes. in this like you can put in this like plastic thing, and it like they swim around, and the cats go after. It's hilarious. I I think I was more entertained watching it after smoking some Canadian green than than <laughs> the cats were. But the devil's lettuce. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the devil's and lettuce. And send me a picture. And I this is not a cat. Well. It's actually well. some cake. So. Some giggle yeah. bush. You know what? Just just for a brief moment, I am so my heart is so full, right? Um, Dan Danik and Lee Walker is coming to Texas, and I honestly couldn't be happier. He's in the chat right now, and then Mark Pearson, favorite son of the Empire, along with Danny, also is coming to Texas. And I and and I don't want to sell you out here, Marco, but you said that you might come to Texas. It, it might be yeah. a family it. reunion. <laughs> I yes, think Ben might be go. coming too in November. Wow, dreams yes, come true. I am so happy right now. It, my heart is full, and I will say this. We have the best listeners, and this is a great segue for my new this week. So let me tell you this story. Dean, and I think it was 2017, I want to say, Toys R Us closed down in the United States. And um, we had one in San Antonio left at that time that it closed. And I remember uh, a month before it closed, I went there and I saw this uh, BVS Ultimate RC Batmobile on the shelf. And I was like, damn, this is fucking huge. It's awesome. But it was like $350. I don't even know how much it was. It was super expensive. And so, I, you know, I thought, that's cool. And and by this point, the rumors of... of Toys R Us closing down were already like pretty strong. When the store closed down, I went back and I was like, dude, they're going to be clearancing everything out. Like, I'm going to go pick up one of these Batmobiles if they have them. Sure enough, I go there and right in the store, I see someone buying the last two of them. And they were like 50 bucks, like super mega clearance because they're huge. Like, I mean, they're massive, right? And ever since then, I've been like 
casually like having a save search up on like offer up uh, for one of these because they're massive, right? Uh, and so I had decided like, hey, I'm going to try to give it a go to get one again. So I started looking on Mercari, Facebook Marketplace, OfferUp, and I found a lady that had one in Florida on Offer or on Facebook Marketplace. And it was like 75 bucks. And it said, you know, $20 to ship. Perfect. So I messaged her and I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes Facebook just adds this shipping tab on the product, but I know it's a big thing. Like, are you able to ship this? And she's like, yep, we're moving to Hawaii soon. Like definitely want to get this thing out of the house. We haven't been able to sell it at a garage sale. Perfect. So she's like, just give me a few days. I'll, I'll take pictures of everything and, uh, you know, we'll get your shipping address. We'll do it through PayPal. Amazing. So on the eve of when we're supposed to finalize the deal, she's like, Hey, I have really bad news. One of the guns, I don't know if the dog ate it or something like everything was on the table. It's not there. We can't find it. We've torn the house down. My husband may have thrown it away on accident and I'm like, fucking shit. And so the initial offer that we had was 75 and it actually was going to be like another, like quite a bit of money to ship it. She hadn't gotten the quote yet, but she's like, I'll tell you what, I just want this thing out of the house. 75 shipped and it's yours and you could just take it without the gun. And so I was like, okay, cool. And so I felt kind of bad because it was like $70 to ship this thing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, cause it's a 20 pound, like RC car, like it's massive, but I had this problem where I needed a gun, right? And all the ones on eBay and on Mercari, they're all missing like one or two parts. And so I reached out to a few guys that had like four parts versions of it. And I was like, Hey, your thing is literally missing every single part, but the one part that I need. And it also doesn't work. Can I just send you like 20 bucks for the gun? And everyone's like, no, I want to see if it sells. I want to see if it sells, whatever. So I put out this like Hail Mary on Instagram. And I, and I was like, basically like, this is like an impossible chance, but YOLO. But does anyone have any of these guns for this RC Batmobile? And like that night, sweet, sweet angel, Michael Mann from, he's in our uh, chat right now, but he's also on our Instagram uh, messaged me back and he's like, Hey, I actually have like that gun and I don't use it. Like I display mine without the guns. And he was so nice about it. He's like, dude, I'll send you both. Like, you know, just in case there's a problem with the other one. And, um, it arrived both the, the main RC and the gun. And it is fucking huge. It's, it's like way too big, you know, way bigger than I thought it would be. That's what she said. And everything works like it powers up. It has like a little motor in the back where you could put this smoke liquid. Like I think it's like a fog solution and has like smoke that comes out of the back and like the guns spin and they can move with the wheels. It is honestly one of the coolest things. Even there's like a little camera in the craft in the Batmobile. And when you're driving it on your phone, you can actually like watch the live feed from the camera. And when you shoot the guns, it has like special effects on the camera feed where like bullets fly it's like oh my god it's so cool i never and knew this existed until you got it and i need this now it's fucking huge like honestly here dean solo cam real quick or john look at this thing it's huge Holy crazy cow it's and it lights wow, imagine up. that in a girl's hand of even bigger <laughs> wow i mean it would also look good in a man what what whoa hey <laughs> hello it's huge and then it like wow. lights up and 
has sounds and everything. Wow. And it's good sound. It's, actually. it's amazing. That's a Chevy three hundred and fifty. Yeah, I recognize. How are you gonna that. How are you gonna display it? Ben, I have no idea. I have no idea I'm going to display it. It's way too big. I thought it was only like, you know, 10, 12 inches wide. It's like 16 inches wide. It's huge. Holy crap. Um, and it's, it's uh, you know, it Yeah, really even happy. if it was three inches wide, it's, that's more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she never gets old. <laughs> it never gets old. Uh, and so, yeah, this is uh, this was my new this week. And big shout out to Michael Mann for, um, you know, kind of making bro, it possible and Michael Mann um, is such a fucking sweetheart bro that's like the fourth or fifth time he's come in clutch so what a guy yeah when you were like i have to specifically shout out michael mann i was like bro i already know he's an angel i cannot wait to hear the story but i am i'm gonna wait until tuesday to hear it live because he's because he's he's came through for you on some dc stuff also i think right yeah and uh batman i i couldn't find a Pattinson Batman that wasn't unmasked. I was like, I just want a regular ass Batman, and he sent it to me for free. I was like, bro, like I'll pay for the what shipping an at least. He's like, don't even worry about it. I was like, bro, you're a angel. Yeah, for me, I was like, bro, like I will pay you for this. Like anything that I can do, like I owe you a favor. He's like, nope, I've been listening to y'all for years since the early days when it was you know just you and Dean. You know, he's like absolutely no problem. What an what an absolute angel, Michael. Um, you're <laughs> he's like back when the best. show was better with just you and Dean. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like before those Gaba ghouls, Margo and Ben came on. <laughs> um, anyways, what a what a guy. I was going to say and, John, but I mean, fair, fair. Well, I mean, I mean, John was a great. I mean, Gigi's a perfect addition, but I mean, Margo Ben. Eh, you know, we all need a salty been. Canadian and a nice Canadian. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so let's get into news. We have hot toys, and and before we get into news, actually, all the hot toys that we are going to talk about tonight uh, on Sideshow, they have regular editions and timed exclusive editions. So if you care about that kind of thing, uh, you know, definitely be sure to get the order in sooner than later because um, they are doing like small pieces of the of the item are kind of behind this time paywall. Uh, Vader comes in at 295 for the regular, 330 for the deluxe. This one comes out October 2023 to March 2024. And I have to say, I really just on first glance have almost nothing bad to say about this. Uh, you get an amazing, amazing portrait that's kind of like, you know, that battle damage look from the season one finale. Uh, this is also under their DX line. And to me, it it does feel like a DX, but it's also weird to see a DX Deluxe. It To me, it should just be a DX. Uh, but you get a lot of different things for the Deluxe version. For the Deluxe version, you get the non-battle-damaged head, you get the non-battle-damaged chest panel, you get the light-up figure base, which I think a lot of people are saying is a replica of the quarter-scale base. You get a ton of different lightsabers. Uh, one of them is powered by USB. You get that rolling eyeball function. Um, the only thing that kind of strikes me as just a tiny bit odd is um, if you look on the right photo there, the cape looks pretty minty, but on the left, there's that slash in the back. And I think from my understanding, it only comes with one cape. So it's not a big deal because you're not really going to see that battle damage on the back. But I think it would have been nice if it came with two full sets of everything so you can have one fully battle damaged and then one uh, cleaned up. To me, this is this is a, a really fantastic work by Hot Toys. I think this portrait is uh, shrink ray, and uh, you know the price is what it is. But I, I honestly feel like 
you know, if this is a Hot Toys that, you know, may or may not be worth your money, I think this is probably the closest to being worth that money in a long time. Yeah, so <clears throat> Zach and I kitbashed a Darth Vader for my collection. It's a little bit of everything. Sideshow as the base, uh, Hot Toys clothing, uh, the Kyoto sculpt, the titanium Hasbro um dome so like to me it's the perfect vader for my collection it's like uh the sideshow one is like way too big but like vader's so imposing i don't mind it like he looks crazy large and it just looks good on the shelf with some stormtroopers so like to me replacing that vader has never been like an option because like no no specific vader does any one thing better than the one zach and i put together but this is a hundred percent must own. Like this is the Vader that does one thing better than mine. You know, having the battle damage and the the sculpt, and I don't have to three D print it, get it custom painted. Like this is it. This is I'm definitely gonna get this. Um, and like Zach said, I can't really see anything that I'm like nitpicking. Like this is wrong. I don't like this. This looks stupid. I'm getting this 100%. Yeah, if they can nail production to come out like this, uh, this is the Vader to own. Um, the cracks, the cracked helmet is everything. I think that's what really adds to this piece. Um, and the LED lightsaber, you'll love to see that as well. What I really liked, and how now you see how I don't know if it's Hot Toys doing this or Sideshow doing this, but now you see how they're going to funnel people into starting to pre-order it's no more playing games anymore where it's like okay well i'll wait one month before this thing comes out or i'll wait till it hits the first wait list to pre-order now you want to get the deluxe you have a timed pre-order well but and john it's only for the hologram though right like i feel like that's not enough to force my hand to, to pre-order right away okay but um, it may not be but you know push comes to shove yeah you know let's say you sell this in a two years and two people have them for three hundred dollars, you know, whatever, whatever they're selling them for. That's going to be the deciding factor for like what people are going to. One hundred percent, no doubt. You, you may think today yeah, that it's just a little hologram, yeah, but it's not. Trust me. Take it from me, as someone who's trying to let go of some hot toys, people Shit. will pay for the deluxe, uh, even though the it's Venom, that... right? Was was another example where it just had one more tendril, and people were still going crazy for that mm -hmm. version instead. Mm -hmm. It was a, a Riva hologram, right? Uh, uh, no, it's, it's the um, Inquis Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. It's the Inquisitor. the The hologram is the of the Inquisitor. Yeah, of like the bald yeah, guy. This guy. Okay. So if that if that uh, they're showing this figure, but let's say this figure doesn't come to fruition, and that's the only thing you're going to get as representation of him, yeah, people will want it. Even though I do think this is coming, I, I don't think I don't know why they wouldn't put him out. But it's Hot Toys, but. The timed exclusives, now you're going to see how... Yeah, with this one, I agree with you somewhat, Marco, that it's lame. It's not enough to push some people over the edge to pay the extra money, number one, and to order it right away. But you see what they're doing from a business standpoint to funnel those people Definitely. into ordering the deluxe right away, and, and as opposed to waiting. A, it is smart on a marketing standpoint. I will say it's a bit predatory in that I've heard from some collectors that misunderstood the timer and they just went and ordered because they thought they pulled a fern and like oh shoot i gotta i gotta order right now right away not realizing it's for one specific version so 
but yeah, you're right. It's, it's a good marketing point on their on their part. So actually, I pulled a fern because that's exactly what happened to me. I did Jesus not. Christ, I was do working. your homework. I, I, I was working and I saw the timed release and I was like, screw that. I want this Vader in my collection. I don't even care if I if like I'm going to break my own pre-order rule. And I and I bought it and I do not regret it. I am so excited about this coming to my collection next year. Like I I'm totally cool with it. There are that this is the one and only pre-order that I've got currently uh, kind of in my system. Um, I agree. I think that the the like the special there, like with the hologram, is a little lame. I would probably keep that in the box. That totally is something that my cat would find, bury in the carpet, and I'd never see again. <laughs> and so it's, it's like my one. I think my one beef with this one, Zach, uh, because I agree that visually, I think this is an absolutely stunning piece. I think it's amazing. My one beef is that it looks like they're using pleather material as opposed to leather. With oh, the Wolverine, 100%. we're getting that we're getting that leather jacket. That to me is is an upgrade. We were talking about how that is some subtle innovation from Hot Toys, and then they this guy who looks freaking awesome. Oh. He's got USB, like he's got a whole bunch of the great stuff. Why not give us Why not give us the leather, right? Because if this guy starts to fail, if his pleather starts to wear and it looks like shit, like that will detract from this figure so quickly. And I don't know about you guys, maybe not John. This is definitely a figure that I will definitely play with and touch and move, not keep in the box in my collection. There is no way that if this uh, pleather fails, that it's not going to happen to me as well. And though so that bothers me, just to, decided to see how bright the lightsabers light up uh, with the new kind of system that they're working with, like with the wire. I'd be a little bit worried that that wire might pop off at some point, though. Like if you're if you're not being very gentle with it or you're trying to force it into the hand, if the wire comes off, you're hooped, right? And then suddenly you got one that doesn't light up very well. So, Can I ask you a quick question? The deluxe, we're paying $35 for that hologram? No, no, no. The, so if you no. pre-order it early enough... You get the hologram for free, right? That's the benefit. The deluxe, what you're paying oh, for, okay. is the non-battle damage. Parts, I was about which, to say, I know Hot Toys think, is raking us, but to rake us I, that much. I think it's a very... Initially, I thought it was kind of odd, but the more I've sat on it, I think it's a smart move that they put the uh, clean armor behind the paywall rather than the battle damage well, armor. Course, I think, yeah, I think it would have been a re revolt. Um yeah. Was that just me, or was Ben very robotronic there? Because no one reacted at all. A little bit. No, he, he was, was very he was robotronic. Okay. I, just I thought it was that... my end. I was like, oh. I was like, wow, everyone's really, uh, really chill about this. Um, Aaron Groves is 83%. What does robotronic mean? You just kept eating like, in and out. You're like, hey, this is Ben. How are you guys doing? Am I? It, yeah, it's good. hard to. Yeah, thanks. Shout out to Stream Deck. Um, yeah, to be honest, this is this is incredible, and I know we briefly touched on it, but um, the Rupert Friend um, Inquisitor with his little uh, participation badge there uh, is going to be released. And to be honest, I still don't love the interpretation of the real life uh, from the the cartoon, I but agree. it's kind of grown on me a little bit, hmm. just a little bit, a touch. Um, Gigi, what do you do? You have any thoughts on this? I on this figure, thoughts. tell me. I don't tell like me it. Your <laughs> what? The Vader or the Grand I... Inquisitor? Is that the guy behind? Darth yeah, the Vader? Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Yeah. I I thought he was just there for a prop. I haven't even like registered him as a anything. Wow, okay. But I don't like. Obviously, I don't collect, and I don't know what the difference between this and another Darth, Darth Vader. If it's out there, like what 
the difference. It's a guy in black, and this looks like the Halloween costume that you get at Target. Like, I don't know the difference. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Wow. But I think all the nice photography shots you can take now. Really, though, with the shiny armor, you're spot on, John. Like I said, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know, it's I'm, I'm just... Anyway. Um... I don't like, as somebody who doesn't collect, I would not want Marco to pose this with the other head with the crack and the, like, the veiny guy's face. Like, Is it just because it's too scary looking for you? Anakin, it's like upsetting? a veiny it's not, guy. First of all, it's not scary enough. It's just not appealing to me. Like, he looks like, what's the... Um, Michael You're saying Zordon from Power yes, Rangers, right? him, but also like this. It just, I don't like it. I wouldn't want you to display it with that. Well, head. you're going to be in for a rude awakening and when like, I display it with that. It's just Darth Vader. Like, it's just Marco, not menace. Just get two. <laughs> That's okay. a good point. Okay. There you go. One during the day with the, yeah, and then one at night with the. For me, it's not wow. menacing enough. I just don't like this, like, veiny look on this with, like, blood. Like, just, it's not, not a good look for me. <laughs> I agree with Gigi that the blood on the top there is a little, uh, that paint app there is a little. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need veins, you know, right, Dean? (laughs) But it does kind of speak to the first time you saw Darth Vader when he pulled his helmet off in Return of the Jedi, right? I immediately said, put on your helmet back on. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't need to see your face. Let's just, like, move on, you know? This looks cool, but. Little Annie. I am. You're not a fan. I, I love. I, I honestly could do a whole show just talking about this figure. It is well done. This you is one of the best Hot Toys releases in a long, bro, long time. Facts. I got to go through and like see the costume from the movie, but you know, it's you know, Hot Toys has like this very idealized Vader sculpt that they've been using uh, for the helmet. And to be honest, this figure is so good that I'm not even going to talk about it. Like it's, it's honestly special. I'm ta- and as someone that customizes. I hope that other customizers don't take offense by this, but I'm I'm tired of seeing people make this custom and the eyes are all the way up on Vader's forehead because of the sculpt that they're using. So I'm glad that we're finally going to get a proper, you know, everything's going to line up, everything's going to be great. And I just think, you know, for people that don't have that option to 3D print or have a painter to paint for them, this is going to be neat. Uh, Marco, you mentioned in the chat with us that we weren't sure if it has a wired cape. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Because all the pictures, they, they kind of have a lot of motion in that cape. So be very interesting to see if it does at the end I of sure the day. I sure hope so, because the one pose with his leg up on the rock base, and he's holding his hand here, it looks, obviously he's not, yeah, like that with the with the cape kind of flowing to the side. I would love to pose it like that. So they can't tease me with that pose and not deliver the pieces to do it. 100%. Uh, now up next, we got the Mighty Thor from Thor Love and Thunder. This one also comes in a deluxe and a regular edition. You're paying $330 for the deluxe, $295 for the regular. Uh, this one comes October 2023 to March. Or I'm sorry, 305 for the regular. My bad. Uh, there is only a regular edition. Uh, October 2023 to March 2024. Uh, this one does have that special edition bonus. Like I mentioned, all these have timed editions. And for this one, the special edition bonus is the battle damaged helmet, which kind of gives you that like half look at Natalie Portman's face. Uh, one thing to note with the solicitation photos, uh, I haven't seen the dude in a while, but they did kind of blur out Natalie Portman's uh, portrait that is coming with this uh, with this set here. Um, to me, I I don't have a lot of good things to say about this figure. 
um, we talked about it a lot when Inart was doing the Gandalf, and I mentioned that there's some characters that I think you just have to really go rooted, for better or for worse. And to me, the hair on this figure just looks really bad. Um, I, I really like the effect pieces. I think they're really cool. I think this, to me, out of all the uh, special edition timed bonuses, I think this is probably one of the better ones. Uh, but to me, a lot of how cool this figure is is totally ruined by that hair. I, I do not like it, and it, it it's just kind of distracting. I think it should have been rooted. What do you think about it, Dean? Um, this just, especially with the blurred out Natalie Portman portrait makes me really pissed off they haven't done a fucking Padme like that's all I can think about when I see this figure um, but uh, in terms of the almighty Thor uh, having seen the movie I think they nailed it I like the <clears throat> the hammer with the effect pieces I thought that was like one of the coolest parts about that fucking hammer in that movie was the fact that all the little pieces become like projectiles and like she could wield the hammer like everywhere i thought that was dope um but yeah i mean just in terms of thor i think it looks great uh i kind of agree with you on the hair because it's definitely going to get in the way of posing her i think with a thor it's like just short enough that you kind of get away with some poses but with this it's definitely going to be an issue um, especially if you're going to have a helmeted head, like that hair is going to stay down and it's not going to look all shitty. So to go sculpt it on it is, does seem kind of odd, but I can live without it. So I don't hate it. Um, no, too Barbie doll for me this one. Uh, I, I haven't watched the film yet. I hear it's atrocious but i like i don't like to talk about things before i see them to shit on them before i see them so i'm gonna watch the movie it may look like like the outfit may look good in the movie may look like it's from the movie i like the cape but other than that this is way too barbie doll for me i agree with dean the best effect there but even then dean it's that plastic crap again you know what i'm saying yeah you're not wrong but also like how else would they I don't, well that's what we're paying flipping 300 you're five, not wrong i'm not like arguing there. like i want to see some lights in that thing and when i when i turn it on it flickers like come on we're paying well, 305 you know, they did do that they did do that with the the bro thor right he's got those effects that kind of in the ch um, chest i think right in both ham so both mjolnir and stormbreaker He's got some more advanced LEDs, so maybe they incorporated it into here, but I agree with you. These plastic effects need to go. They're Dunzo. awful. Dunzo. 305, light that thing up. I'm sick of these plastic effects, but it does, the concept is there. It's cool, but not, not, not even close to 305 cool. Yeah, for $25 more, you get that Deluxe DX Vader. Yeah, like, come on. To me, is insane. Yeah. Do agree with dean i really liked I, I haven't seen this one before but that's the first thing that like i like i was like wow that's amazing also the hair i can't really tell that it's rooted um but, or no it's sculpted or it's sorry i sorry <laughs> i'm gonna bump off right after this because that's my <laughs> third strike but um yeah i can't tell that it's sculpted hair i mean it looks the blonde hair i think 
would look the same. So the figure overall looks good to you, though. Like it looks I wouldn't impressive. buy it, mm-hmm. but it looks it looks fine. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Gigi, would you buy any of these? Um, let me think about it. No, she did say, she did say, all right, who's the character you're going to buy from Black Panther? No, I like some of them. I wouldn't pay the price, but... From from Black Panther, though, who are you going to buy when he comes out? I always forget his name. Namor. Yeah. She's all in on (laughs) Namor. Um, so, so I was really tough on in art when they were showing that Gandalf and they kind of showed us some images that weren't impressive. I was like, you got to lead with your best foot forward. And if it's not ready to show, don't show it. This one is not ready to show. They've got the blurred out head sculpt. It looks very plasticky. It's just not impressive overall. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited for this because it's Natalie Portman because they liked the movie. I didn't particularly care for the movie, but I just think this is one they should have shelved until it was ready to share with us and was a bit more advanced, and, and I'm hoping they make some improvements before it hits shelves, because this one is destined for the bargain bin. It is looking extra rough, in my opinion. Toy Mafia says, the Toy Mafia is putting five of these those pre-orders on Mom's credit card. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> now, do you think that there's any... Oh, by the way, am I better? Do I, sound, do I sound like myself again? Just go with it, bro. We'll let you know. Unfortunately. Okay, unfortunately. Uh, do you think there's maybe still some likeness uh, rights issues, uh, challenges that way? But because the movie's not doing very well and they've made this figure, they're like, shit, we better try and still get it, at least get some pre-orders going. Because, you know, if everybody sees it and has that kind of universal opinion, then maybe we're not going to get it. We're not even going to get it sold by the time we get the likeness rights. The other thing is that, you know, after seeing what happened with John Cena's Peacemaker and how, like, terrible that first iteration looked, and then how much more improved the second, like, kind of updated sculpt looked, uh, I would have rather that they blurred his face out on that first release and just kind of teased the fact that a Peacemaker was coming and not actually show us the legit piece, because that, like, again, that made me physically feel angry with how bad that looked, in my opinion. So, um I haven't also seen the movie. Uh, usually for me, a piece connects with me if I connect with the kind of the movie or the, the show or wherever it's coming from. On the other hand, I do think it's cool to have a female representation of Thor in the collection. And I did really like the comic book iteration of, of kind of like, uh, you know, this Thor. Um, I thought she was cool. She was badass. And so even if the movie's not that great, uh, if you're a comic book fan of this character, I still think you could slot it in for sure. And hopefully, again, hopefully they're not showing the face because they're just waiting on some likeness rights, which then could mean a Padme could be around the corner, right? I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, if they're going to pay the money for her face, why wouldn't they do it? I don't know. That's, I know that she looks a little different now than when she was in the Clone Wars. She was much younger in that film. They'd have to tweak it, but... Technically, if they're showing the port that blurred out portrait, does the figure not have to come with it if they're taking pre-orders? No, it will come with the portrait. They will so solicited it with the so portrait. Perfect. So perfect. Whereas, so like with the Mysterio, they never showed the Jake Gyllenhaal blurred out face, but then it ended up coming with a head sculpt. It ended up yeah. coming out good, yeah. And they yeah. on the Jake Gyllenhaal though, Ben, they did initially like really quickly, and then they removed it from everything. Oh, so, did they? Just yeah, there. there's like a weird period. And for everyone who's go ahead, yeah, go ahead, JJ, sorry. Does it matter what the face looks if you're just going to have the mask or whatever this thing is called? I feel like with I, a lot of the figures, you just leave it on anyway. You're paying for it. I think it, it does because you're paying thing. for it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, regardless if it's good yeah. or not. Like it's part, It contributes to this high price point. Just please don't pre-order this yet, guys. Uh, 305 is a lot to ask. This is, not a, uh, this is a figure you're going to be able to get discounted afterwards, I believe. Unless mm-hmm. you find the, the damaged helmet is an essential piece for you. Then obviously you're kind of locked yeah the in bonus there. yeah 
This is probably the best exclusive too. If you really, really love yeah. this character in the movie, then I could see that. But yeah, definitely wait, like John is saying. That time Let passed, me... right? Was that this was a time exclusive again for that special? Bonus? I think you still have like twelve days. It's like Nothing. a seventeen day window. Jeez. Let me tell you this: I have zero faith in us ever getting a Padme. Episode two of Collecting Weekly was about how we hadn't seen Padme go for pre-order for like six months. We're on episode two hundred and twenty-seven. I have zero faith in, in that coming out because bookmark this episode. It's gonna, it's gonna happen now. Bookmark episode two. Take care, Batman. Um, just a few things uh, before we move on. Um, I think that this should have one hundred percent come with the jointed arms that the Thors do. They usually swap out at the shoulder where you can have it articulated long term. I think for them not to have it is kind of weird. And I will say they showed us uh, five pre-orders this week. I personally agree with Marco. I think that they should have kept this one in the uh, in the bin for a bit. They should have uh, worked on it, got that license ready to go. Because at this point in the game, where they have some really stiff competition from Inart and from other companies, I think showing us something unfinished that's, you know, we're putting money down. We may not know if it's going to be good or bad. I think it's a weird look, and I completely agree, Marco. They did not come with their best on this one, and uh, it's a shame, especially the fact that um, you know they're trying to force us into these timed pre-orders. But for me as a collector, I'm like, can we get timed releases? Because y'all are delaying shit left and right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you hand, that's me, hand in hand. You that expect to me to pay in full, or you know, have it paid up to a certain point when it should release, and then it's delayed another, you know, quarter S- or so. Speaking about stiff. Um... The, jo- the seamless arms, Jesus. Right. Yeah, those are gonna be uh, those are gonna be torn like week one. Guaranteed. Real quick. Yeah. This this is ridiculous to me. Spider Man friendly neighborhood uh, from No Way Home. This is the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Uh, this one also does have a special edition bonus of Doc Ox tentacle, which to me is just kind of silly. Uh, this one goes for the bonkers price of three hundred for the collector's edition. 455 for the deluxe. This is madness releasing October 2023 to March 2024. In in no universe to me is this a $455 figure. I think the portrait looks a little sus if I'm being completely honest. I think the base, like don't get me wrong, it's a big base, right? But to me this this is not worth anywhere near this price point and initially i thought well maybe it's just uh hot toys or a sideshow rather pulling like a you know charging a big import tax on this and you know that's why it is this price but it's it's really that expensive uh overseas i think it was something like 370 retail in hong kong and um it's to me it's just absolutely insane you know when you consider when you look back at the hot toys inventory and you could get the black suit Spider-Man with an also probably arguably much larger Sandman base. And you were getting that figure for 209 with an exclusive uh, hand. To me, at 450 I, I just I can't recommend this, to be honest. Um, there are some great third-party Spider-Man figures out there. Manny has one. I guess if you really need the Tobey Maguire portrait, you know... I guess, but this figure is bare bones, comes with the webs, comes with the little tech accessory, comes with the mask, the tentacle if you if you do the timed edition. I mean a lot of what you're paying for here is the diorama base, and to be honest, I I don't really think it looks that good. 
I can't Can I piggyback off of what you're saying, Zach, really quickly? And sure. Mention, I don't know if you heard, I went to San Diego Comic-Con and um, seeing this in person, like it, the body looks old. It doesn't even look very impressive. I thought of the three Spider-Men that were on display. Obviously, they had lots of Spider-Men, but of the core three, this one looked the worst. And then you add on that head sculpt that I think, you know, is okay, but it definitely could use some work. And then this overpriced base, like th these are not their strongest releases with the Thor and this one. Um, yeah, like seeming kind of rough here. I think this was one of the most anticipated Spider-Man of the three. Probably Agreed. the most. Yep. And <clears throat> I think they knew that and they wanted to charge out the ass for it. So they just mustered up this base, which don't get me wrong, is huge. I mean, when you see the Spider-Man like in the base, like... That's massive. That's a massive base. But at the end of the day, it's just a fucking base. It's not going to do anything special. It's not particularly well done or cool or even creative. I mean, they've already done a Sandman base before. So this just seems kind of uninspired. Like, what can we do to fucking jack up the price on this Toby Spidey? Fuck it. Let's do a big ass base. Um, I think the head sculpt is pretty well done. I, um, I don't have any problem with it. Uh, the figure itself looks at least better than the first uh, uh, Raimi suit uh, figures they did. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to this, but there's there's no way in hell I would pay that price. Like not not in a hundred years. Dean, can I just say you're so. You're you're so right on the uninspired point about just throwing the base in there because if you really wanted a higher priced figure, give us another body with the youth pastor look that he's in for a lot of I'm, the movies. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Like, exactly. I would pay. I'd pay that kind of money for two figures in like a, a DX style like package. Sure. Because I could have Spidey and then I could have Toby with his head yeah. on. Yeah. Like, because uh, honestly, like I love the Raimi suit more than I like Toby Maguire's face. So I would probably never use the Toby sculpt. Right. But if you gave me that pastor look, I would 100% have Toby on the shelf. Because Toby is my Spider-Man. I think he's the greatest Spider-Man we've ever had. So like, That's my guy, too. Yeah, it's without question. But like, if I'm going to have a Spider-Man or Toby on the shelf, I'm going Spider-Man. You know? like, that's why I like the movie. So, yeah, you're, you're, that's a really good point. To, to, that's what they should have done. Would you recommend picking up the original release? The original release has some problems with the ankles. It also has like really thick thighs for no reason. Yeah. Like they are huge. But honestly, John, you know th that price may go down because of this one. It's a it's a fine enough figure, right? I I would recommend it. You just have to keep it on the stand because a lot of those older Spider-Man figures, especially the black suit one, they use that translucent plastic for the ankles, that real brittle plastic, and so they do uh, tend to have the issues. I might be Scott says, so hit me up. How much is it without the sand base? Uh, it is three hundred dollars without. And I would say, you know, a lot of people are saying like, you know, could it be a high price because of the Toby likeness? Toby McGuire's not an A-lister anymore. I mean, I can't imagine he's demanding that much. I mean, he made a million dollars for the movie, um, which is, obviously is nothing to sneeze at, but I mean, compared to what other MCU actors charge to be in the movie, I, I, to me, it just seems like 
they knew they, that, like Margot said, they knew this was the one people wanted. They could pretty much charge whatever, and a lot of people were still going to buy it. Well, so, I said that. But sure. I think. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't go to the. I wouldn't I'll go to the credit. point of what Dean was saying about the base. I think the base is. The base is nice. It's it's. It, I think it's been. It's elevated from the original one with the black suit. I think it is a better base. But the price point is not warranted. And on 100%. not on any planet. You can go to any multiverse. Not on any planet is that price warranted. I think they should have focused less on the base, more on the figure. Photos I've seen of this, I know you saw in person, uh, Marco, the legs blank doesn't like the suit fits properly. It's loose in some of the photos wow. that I'm seeing. And I would have focused more on the Spider-Man because even without the base at 300 bucks. That's a lot for that bare-bones Spider-Man. No doubt about it. Yeah, the Spider-Man got to be impressive, especially for one of the best-looking suits, if not the best-looking suit. In figure form, they should have put a lot more work into it, in my opinion. That's a, that's we're going to get into uh, it a little bit later, but that's statue money, man. I think 100%. it was, was Thunder Toys, I believe, that came out with uh, like a third-party version most recently. And I know some collectors got that version and were like super excited about it and they posted it on Facebook and then other six scale collectors like raked the people over the coals for it and said it was terrible and you wasted your money and all of this stuff. I do think that this is something that a lot of people have been asking for. So for that, bravo to Hot Toys. Thanks for giving those people what they want. On the other hand, I agree with you guys. I think the price is absolutely crazy uh i hate the look of that sand base to be honest with me like i would not i would not display it even even if it just came with the figure i wouldn't display it it's it's just not for me uh and the amount of space and real estate that it would take up in the collection i like i don't think it's worth it it's not it's not that cool in my opinion um i would definitely still consider uh kind of the non-deluxe release um the toby head sculpt i Honestly, I think that's exactly what he kind of looked like in the movie. I was a little off-put by his face when he first showed up in No Way Home. He looked kind of like he's had some work done, and he's obviously a little older, and he didn't smile a lot. I didn't think he really looked like he was all that happy to be in that movie, to be honest. It's like he was paid money to just show up. like, these motherfuckers gave me a... (laughs) Literally, he didn't... Like, this is kind of how he showed up, right? And so it's like, okay. Um, But on the... And I've always wanted a Toby uh, Spider-Man in my collection because I'm with you guys. I'm old enough at this point that, like, you know, his movies were, were some of the first major superhero movies that I ever saw and loved. Um, and so I will definitely pick this guy up, but it will be the non-deluxe version. And, yeah, not a huge fan of the of the price tag. The, the only problem is is that I think by us continuing to... For anybody who buys the deluxe and pays that kind of crazy price tag, it is like I feel like I'm sounding like John right now, but I feel like I'm supporting Hot Toys' decision to kind of pay that kind of money for figures going forward, uh, and I don't like that. I don't like inflation based on, on, like a what like what? high demand character. Oh, yeah, like I I just I don't like I don't think that that's cool. Uh, that that's that seems like a shitty business tactic. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. That seems ben, like price if, gouging, to be honest. If you're starting to sound like John, you're about you're finally sounding logical. Mario uh, says, uh, Marius Rudari, yeah, uh, one of our D and D players, sweet guy. Why are we not showing off the Venom figurine? What a guy! Thank you for the support, Max. We love you, buddy. Uh, your dice actually got shipped today, so they should be in very soon. Um, yeah, this one's. This one's interesting. 
Uh, let's move on because we got a lot to talk about. Iron Man Mark III. This is a 2.0, though I would argue this is probably closer to like a 3 or a 4.0 because they've made quite a few Mark III's yeah. in the past. Um, this one is uh, uh, 455, releasing July to December 2023. Uh, again, uh, you know, kind of expensive, but to be honest, in the realm of die-cast Iron Man figures, not crazy, you know, not amazing. Uh, but to me, this is this is the the OG Iron Man one. Like, I mean, this is the fucking gabagool right here. You get so many little panels that open up. You get the wrist mounted missiles. You get the shoulder mounted missiles. You get the shield ability. Uh, you get a, a, a frankly really well done diorama base. Um, you also get some major improvements because I've owned the Mark III diecast for a long time. Uh, sold the you know, a few years ago, but the color was off. It didn't have any articulation in the waist. You had to actually like disassemble the figure to pop in like this pre-posed landing pose torso. It was much too small compared to the other die cast Iron Man that they released. You can see there on the bottom, they did update the height quite a bit and the proportions. This one has the light up interior armor function, which was uh, introduced in the quarter scale Mark three. Uh, to me, this is, uh, we talked about it last week, John, this is what I think is worthy of a remake. Like, if you're going to mm-hmm. totally retool everything about this figure, make it bigger, make it better, give it more features, improve things that were very clearly wrong with that first release, uh, this is incredible. The special edition bonus is the battle damaged helmet from the end of the movie, when the helmet gets, like, crushed. And um, this is spectacular i think the portrait's really well done as well um this is boy this is it's taking everything in my purse in my being to not pre-order this in the vader this week because it's i mean this is stunning I, I honestly could go on about this for a while it's really really well done yeah um oh i want it i want it so bad like i have the mark seven and it's a fine figure um and it's in the first avengers movie so like that's kind of why i settled on it i was like if i'm gonna have one iron man this is a fine one to have but compared to this i think this is easily the one to get or the one to own um yeah it's just it's really fantastically done um that shot of it compared to the first one the first version Man, like, I kind of like the color on the first one a little better, but I don't, I don't honestly don't know which one's more accurate. But I remember coming to your house when you had this and you had it with the pre posed body. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, this thing fucking, this thing is amazing. It articulates so well. You're like, oh, no, that's not articulated. You have to fucking it's like swap a statue. shit out. I was like, oh, what? That's fucking lame. So, wait, can you say more one, about that? I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, so I'm going to pull up a... Um, uh, I never saw him do it. So yeah, I, I real, real quick, Carlito says, my only issue with this Iron Man figure is the visible screw in the back. I don't know about that, but yeah, that does really suck. Let me pull up the uh, the Mark III Hot Toys diecast. The um, Mark III Hot Toys diecast is not even the first one. There was the original one back from 2008. I think fully, they had two. Yeah. Fully plastic. That was my mm-hmm. first Hot Toy. And that was groundbreaking at the time. 
Um, Bro, I remember. Go ahead, ahead, Dean. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I remember I went to a comic book store here in town, and they had it for sale. And it was, God, how much were they back then? Like 180 bucks or something? Yeah, peanuts. They were not expensive. And I remember thinking, like, man, like, I really want to own this, but that's so expensive. I had never spent that kind of Back in the day, oh, yeah. A collectible in my life, you know? Exactly. And... I was like, oh, I can't justify spending that kind of money. Like, there's no way. And I remember it sold, and I was so fucking bummed out. And it, it took me, like, another probably decade before I knew what Hot Toys were. And by then, obviously, prices had, you know, gone way up, uh, comparatively. Because um, I think by then, you know, the Mark Six was out, and that was a four $400 figure retail um so yeah this is this is fucking cool um now this is the way that the the body works so you would take off like this cover piece here and if i remember correctly, there was like a button and you would press it and you would have like a torso that was like twisted and you would basically swap that in its place and that would allow you to get that really deep bend and I'm trying to find a video. I think maybe Optical 20 has it in his review. I don't hate that, but it's so annoying to have to do. <clears throat> I just... Or actually... I, so I just... I don't know. Uh, how, like, how many... Oh, so, 10 years down the road, how many Iron Man Mark Threes are we going to get? I would say this is probably going to be the last one for a while. Cause... Well, until they implement battery-powered... Like rechargeable batteries within each Iron oh, Man, right? It's probably the next iteration. Let, of this. The, let it go already. Um, this is see the problem I'm having with Hot Toys now. We're at a crossroads, is the lack of consistency. This is beautiful. Same price as the Spider Man. Love this base. Why don't I not love the Spider Man base? This base was done well. Iron Mon- Iron Monger coming from coming out of the ground. This is cool. Look at that bit. That's cool. I mean, this is ripped straight from the movie, right? Like, this I got a incredible. statue. I got the Iron Man 3 maquette by Sideshow. And even then, I don't think... Well, they did a good job. They, they kind of did the same concept, but in a different layout. But if you're comparing this to the Iron, the Spider-Man one we just saw for the same price, there's no comparison. Ain't no comparison at There's all. no comparison. This is, cool. this is really cool. Like, yeah, I consider I, it. I feel like, especially with Iron Man... That's like their bread and butter. So they're going to fucking pour all their ideas and resources. And how can we make this thing fucking great? Whereas the Spider-Man, they're like, eh, people want it. Just put it but out. But they're charging you know us I mean? the same. doesn't make sense. You're right? not wrong. Especially because fucking Spider- or the Iron Man's die cast. Like, yeah. that's not even apples and oranges. That's fucking... If you're going to charge me the same, I expect the same uh, time, effort, R&D to go into that Spider-Man base as yeah. well. You're not wrong. The one thing that's lacking on this, the portrait. For me, the portrait still needs a little bit of tweaking. The Robert Downey Jr. portrait. But that's that's probably the only downside I can see. I don't know. There's something. I can't put my finger on it. It it almost looks, John, too old. Like, he was pretty youthful in that first yes. film. And this yeah, is, like, like in-game. they got, like, loose hairs in the blood. Like, that's so cool. But he I had just got out of rehab at this time, so... But if you see, Jesus if you Christ. if you put the plastic, like it's crazy where we've come. If you put the plastic portrait next to this from the 2008 release, it's nuts. But again, it comes back to even the 1989 Batman they just showed at the show. How many years later, and we're looking at the same figure, 
it's the same figure. Look at that. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah. So I still I hold that figure to very close to my heart. But this is cool. I just four fifty to try and fathom four fifty for a figure. As good as it is, that's that's a lot to swallow, to be honest. But and John, especially where the definite. market's at right now. What, what was did that you say, day? Marco? Some would say a tough nut. Just no, I was. I said Marco. <laughs> right. I said Marco. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but John, especially where the market is right now, none of these Iron Man figures are like listed for the mid four hundreds, yeah. but they're dropping so low overseas that you, I would feel foolish if I were to order this today, not knowing where the market will be when this releases, because this could yeah. damn where you know be a three hundred and fifty dollar figure by the time this comes out. So I do think it looks really good. I think Carlito was was saying, you know, there's a screw in the back, so a lot of maybe reused parts, or they've kind of upscaled some parts. So, it's something that I'm very excited that they're doing, and I'm excited for my opportunity to get this. But it's definitely wait and see mode for me on any Iron Man moving forward because it's not a must. Well, it is a must have for me, but at the right price, and 455 is just a little little too steep. That and Gigi's gonna tear your hairy legs off, dude. If you get bringing no, another Iron Man into this man. house, Jeez. I I saw her reaction to that last Iron Man. I was worried for you guys. I was like, Three I'll Iron set up man a space on the couch here for you. <laughs> you can stay. For me, have to. I I uh, so rewind back. So Iron Man, the first film, the scene where he lands in the desert and it's playing Iron Man, and it's like he Amazing. shoots his rocket and hits the tank, and it's just like he's got the walk and the swagger like that is the scene for me that I wanted to create in my six scale collection. And I couldn't go backwards and get the the previous Mark three. It was just way too expensive. And so I settled on uh, the Mark seven. And when I say settle, I mean, let's be honest, I freaking love that figure. I think it's beautiful. Uh, Zach, I actually just sent you a comparison picture uh, to your messenger because I took a, my picture of my Mark seven and I put it beside the Mark three, this new one. Uh, and I was actually shocked at how many similarities that suit actually has. Uh, for me, I liked the more kind of mech suit look to Iron Man, uh, which is why I still truly loved the Mark seven. Uh, and I was able to get my hands on that. But now that I've got the Mark seven, I, I don't feel like I need the Mark three anymore. I feel like for my own collection, I wanted to really just have one solid Iron Man suit in it. Uh, and for me, I think it's going to be the seven seeing them side by side like that. As I said, I didn't feel like there was enough of a difference for me to justify, uh, that, that next ticket price. So yeah, on the right side, there's my Mark seven. Uh, and on the left, you see the, the Mark three, they're pretty close, close enough. Anyways, as I said, for me in my own brain, I can kind of fake it in my mind's eye a little bit and still really see that iconic scene from that first Iron Man. When I look at the seven, now I recognize for a lot of collectors that's just not the case. I like, and if you're a if you're an Iron Man collector and you need to have them all, all the power to you. I think some of those collections are absolutely stunning to see. Uh, it's just not in my budget. It, I, there's too many other characters that I want uh, for a four hundred and fifty dollar price tag um, than to kind of recreate something that I, I feel like I already uh, have done in, in my collection. So for me, this will be a pass. But this is definitely a good example of how um like look at the special edition bonus on this in comparison to that little hologram with with darth vader like what like what is that hologram in comparison <laughs> this is so much cooler so it's yeah. the way she goes but yeah that's that's definitely to me my take on it 
to me, I feel like for four fifty five, when you look at all the swap out parts this has, all the moving parts this has, all the light up functions that it has, to me, it's it's incomparable to this, which is a little gadget that was in the movie, the same webs that we've had for like fifteen years, and a mask. It's it's incomparable to me and. I mean the the Sandman diorama is cool, but this this base is to me on another level. I think it has kind of that um, Asmus effect where you know there's so much cool shit going on the base where the figure can really only stand on like a tiny little sliver of the base. But with the flight stand included, I think you can alleviate some of those issues. But uh, to me, I just think this is so much more worth the money than the Toby figure. Uh, Hot Question Twist is why did the also. Consistencies? You're not wrong. Um, Especially for hot, uh, Iron Man being their bread and butter, right? Like, you think that's where, you know, you would see those crazy high markups. But, I mean, honestly, this feels fairly reasonable for all the stuff that mm. you're getting. Like, just look at all these swap-out parts in that photo below the rocket arm photo. I mean, you're getting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 different pieces of armor that you're exchanging. So that's basically 22 pieces because everyone has to have, uh, you know, the battle damage and the non-battle damage version or the the uh, wrist, for example, of the shield in and then the shield out so it's 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 to me it makes no sense uh hot toys also announced uh, their last figure the hot toys robocop 3 uh which was very uh which i think was very well received by the community this is diecast also coming in at 375 releasing july to december 2023 i like the way they did a lot about this figure i think it has that subtle silver blue look that i think you really got to get right for a robocop figure um the Battle damaged chest armor to me is also really up there with like a quality uh, timed bonus item. I think that's not too bad. Uh, it also comes with um, some extra gear for the uh, for the character. I'll be honest, I don't think I've seen RoboCop three yet, but you get some extra armor that you can plop on there. I think that looks great. And to me, a fairly bare bones figure, but uh, it's been a very long time since I think we've gotten a RoboCop figure for the old school RoboCop. Um, line of characters and to me this seems like different enough or you're getting like from a different movie a different actor but you're still able to get a robocop on the shelf and it has some neat things like that extra armor bits that you can attach on it so uh this this isn't too bad for me i actually kind of like it uh, come Sorry. on john john was jumping at the bit to say something go ahead i thought he was, I was just gonna out. say different actor but moaned different actor but didn't they use the same faceplate as the uh the original peter i think it's the same faceplate it looks exactly like peter weller's face yeah i think it's the 100%. same face wow that's pretty shitty if they did right Sorry, i actually ahead, don't know i don't know i think it is I, I read somewhere it's the same faceplate um, right john say it again allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal use there we go yeah this is um <clears throat> super cool because those Robocop figures, for the most part, have been relatively untouchable. Um, how much is this one? Uh, this one is coming in at three seventy-five, July to December two thousand twenty-three. Oh, so it's also untouchable. All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I love Robocop, but I don't think I love him. You know, four hundred plus dollars worth. Um, it's really cool, and Robocop really doesn't change from movie to movie, so. You could just have RoboCop on your shelf and be done with it, you know? 
Um, especially if it is the Peter Weller faceplate. I mean, that's who I associate with Robocop with. I really, mm -hmm. I don't like the other movies that he's not in. So, like, to me, this is pretty cool. If, in fact, it is the Peter Weller faceplate. Because it's like, I mean, he's Robocop, you know? Um, the fact that he wasn't <laughs> Robocop forever was a disservice to the franchise, I think. Um, so even if it's a Robocop 3 Robocop, if you get Peter Weller, to me, that's a plus. I can see how some people would be kind of perturbed. Um, but yeah, I think this is great. And you get a bunch of cool fucking Robocop shit that, you know, you could use if you really wanted to. I think that movie is like not great, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is, it's cool enough. I was, I never got to watch the movie, but I was really intrigued <clears throat> later on with the figure. Once it was out and kind of sold out and everything, I'd like to go back and pick up the figure. Because the previous two releases where they had him in his chair and then they had the portrait as well. Those were really cool. This, sorry to say, was not needed. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. At 375 I, I really don't know how to, it needed the portrait. They didn't give you the portrait because you're saying it was another person that played Robocop for three, correct? Yeah, it was Robert Burke. So they didn't give you the portrait. They used the face plates. That explains it. Um, the jetpack man, I, the suit stayed the same. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think maybe just like a twinge Minor in the tweet. color. Yeah, but yeah, the suit's basically exactly. But nothing like to that you'd be able to be like, oh shoot, like. I don't think so. I could look it up really quick, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was what the late '80s. They yeah. really didn't have money to be fucking. I think they barely had enough to do the first movie, so I'll, I'll check. I almost say they should have just okay. They wanted to put this out, whatever. I don't necessarily on board with it, just because I feel it's really close to the previous releases but you put it out that's fine but sell the jetpack separately for the guys who have yes. the original releases yes and kind of want to add it add that aspect to their original figures to say to say hey i bought the original robocop figures it's been this many years later you see how they're selling in the aftermarket so now we're going to put out a third one that we don't really need with the jetpack and then not offer the jetpack it's just old hot toys it's hot toys taking one step forward with the iron man and then two steps back with the other releases and then an extra step back because fuck that spider-man god i hate <laughs> i hate agreeing with john but i i like oh i i have to agree with you on that one good sir if anybody wants the the jet back from mine though you can definitely buy it because the very first picture i looked for in this set of pictures was does the jetpack come off so he can just look like regular RoboCop? And boom, when I saw this, I'm like, okay, sweet. I will buy it. The downfall is is that you're paying all that extra money for me to put that accessory in the box. So mark my words or make my words, however you want to say it. Uh, Rickyism from Trailer Park Boys. If you guys want my jetpack, you can buy it from me because I will not use it. However, I, told us so. I don't. I don't love I don't love that they branded this as RoboCop 3. So RoboCop 3 and RoboCop 1 had the most similar um, coloration in the outfits. In RoboCop 1 there was actually seven seven different versions of the suit. Seven different um, versions, really. Yeah, but depending on the way that it was shot and the lighting, that's why sometimes it looked more gray, sometimes it looked a little bit more blue. In Apparently, RoboCop 2, I'm reading it right ahead. now. Apparently it's like green, but the way it, the film 
films it, it comes off metallic. Comes off so as blue. Apparently, yeah. it's a green suit. <laughs> yeah, shit. and in in the second film, it was a lot more blue, at least in terms of what it looked like on the screen. And then with the third film, they kind of went back to it a little bit from more of the original take. Um, I agree with the chat and with you guys that the faceplate here is 100% Peter Weller, and that saves it for me because RoboCop 3 was by far the worst of the films. Uh, in fact, I would say that it's, if we want to laugh, we should add it to the movie of the week, but otherwise it's, it's not good. The first and second are, are pretty solid. Uh, the third is, is worth skipping. If it had the Robert Burke faceplates on them, he just had a weird-looking mouth in that suit. It just didn't look right. It didn't look like RoboCop, in my opinion. And if they'd given us those faceplates, this would, in combination with the jetpack, I wouldn't use. I don't think I would buy it. But the fact that it does kind of look like the original, like the without the jetpack, it looks like the, the first movie uh, version, I'll buy it and just keep the box in the closet and pretend, again, like it's my, my first one. Or like the first the first movie. That hot toy gets away with giving, number one, an inaccurate figure to the title. And number two, doing a reissue. Yeah, well, real quick. Yeah, real quick. We got we got ninety people watching. Uh, hit that thumbs up button if you don't mind. Uh, welcome, welcome. And then also, let us know of the five hot toys that we got this week. Which one was your favorite, or which ones you pre-ordered? We'd appreciate that. Um, awesome. You know, yeah. I, I will just really quickly say, RoboCop's not really my thing. Not a huge fan of the movies. Oh, dear. But I hope that <laughs> I did have a bunch of the figures when I was a kid. Have you seen the uh, rated X version or? Uh, Jesus Christ, Whoa. Boner Cop, Robo the X version. No, not a triple uh, X, Cock. the rated X. The that's unrated the, is what you're talking about. That's the version of watch. Can you pick or is that, that for what movie of the week, please? No, pick Blade Runner for movie of the week. Okay, uh, flip a coin. Um, but So I will say, this looks really cool. John, cover your ears for a second, but I hope that this is a sign of them dipping their toe back into the water for more of these 80s properties like the Terminator, um, hmm. Oh my God. Predator, you know, I hate to say Predator. Sorry, John. Um, we do know that, you know, that Predator Prey movie is coming out. So I could see them, you know, giving us a figure from that. But I, I need some Terminator 2 figures in my collection. I'll tell you mine. There you go. All right, John. Let, let's, let's chat about this because I need that for sure in my collection. Carlito makes a great point here. When compared to the pricing of a base diecast Iron Man figure, this is a steal for three seventy five with the jetpack, especially if you get the special edition with the battle damage chest plate. Uh, let's move on. So Inart had posted some photos. And actually, let me correct that. These photos were supposedly posted by the artists, and Inart later shared them. They were posted on Chinese social media. But these are some of the uh, production photos of you know kind of where they're at with the joker thus far uh so we had a look at some of the uh, work in progress portraits obviously the one in the middle there is probably much uh probably pretty close to being done then we have some of the uh, other ones in the back that are still work in progress those look great uh this is fantastic so this is several finished portraits in the background i think if i had to nitpick just a touch in the movie he has like kind of a blackish brown roots where his hair has grown out a bit i think i would have liked to see that a bit but honestly that's so incredibly nitpicky this looks fantastic we also got photos of the way that they're doing uh the paintwork on the hands so remember they have the forearms where they kind of interchange mid forearm and i think these look pretty solid as well we also got to look at some of the background diorama accessories so we have the jail jail cell 
bars here. And I think I want to highlight how beautiful this weathering looks. The, the, uh, the patina, if you will, the patina on the bars, I think looks excellent. I think that's about as good as, as I could do, or, or, you know, a lot of people that I see in this hobby could do look there at the top at that, uh, damn, my mouse isn't showing up, but if you look at that big, um, pole pause, uh, that weathering at the top where all that dirt has accumulated is really well done. Uh, and then we have some looks here at the, um, the bench. bench. And I think it's interesting because with hot toys, it's my understanding they do a lot of digital weathering. So there's like a template and it kind of just applies the weathering, you know, so everything looks exact. But if you look here, I mean, this is, uh, at least three that we can see really well. The weathering on these is all totally different. So they're, they're, it's something that I think collectors are going to have to get used to having variants in the product, but I don't think it's a bad thing, right? I think there's some people that are going to have a little bit more of a heavier pass of the weathering than others. Some people are going to have a lighter pass. I think, I think it's a net positive though. We also got to look at the, uh, handcuffs and I believe if I'm not mistaken, these are not for everyone. These are only for people that pre-ordered with the window. If I remember correctly, don't use that word. I think everybody ends up getting one of these. Okay, so then, so then that's, uh, that's, uh, I guess that's a thing. And then some of the fabric work in progress on oh. the liner of the jacket, which to me this looks pretty rough. But you know, it's obviously a work in progress. They're they're doing these in batches. So we also see the pants or the trousers rather with the um, suspenders. We get the gold chain. Uh, this is. Uh, to me, this is really fine work, and you know, I genuinely, I genuinely appreciate that they're not putting a stencil on this and just hitting it with the black overspray, going on to the next one. It seems like each one's getting a little bit of a hand finished touch. Um, Moose Dream says the bars are missing the crosses. I'll be honest, I don't know anything about that, but if that's what you're telling me, I believe you. So this is this is really well done. I'm curious what you boys have to say about uh, some of this work in progress. Um, objectively, pretty good. Subjectively, it's all garbage. <laughs> I fucking hate oh, this character. Oh, so. oh, God. Yeah, I don't like this movie. Oh, I don't like the Joker. I, yeah, I'm just I'm over it. I've the seen only... this character done a million fucking times, and like, like I get it, but it's not for me. The only <laughs> thing I have to say about this is start selling your Hot Toys DXs. I don't think I need to that. No, nah, I think it, we've huh? already mi- I think we've already missed the window on that. I think yeah. I bought my DX11 for what a thousand dollars. I think you can sell it now for about five fifty. It's it's yeah. I'm just going to keep that laughing sculpt by itself. Right? If that through Evil if Bay, but you can sell for five. So so, I, so you're not I, perturbed. You're not perturbed at all that it plummeted like that. No, honestly, I, I didn't buy. No, I didn't buy the figure for its resale value. I bought it because I always wanted the DX11 Joker. I thought it was amazing. It's still, at this point, the best Hot Toys has ever delivered. This is Inner. Okay. This is an entirely different company. So Let me ask I think you it'll this. Be... Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm not, let me, I'm not done investigating. Uh, uh, what's what the word? fuck? Hold you on, Dino, you had multiple questions? It's not a question. It's an interrogation. Get a Joker interrogation. I like interrogations. Wow. No, I'm, just, I'm not necessarily saying that you purchased it for resale. But, for example, something comes along, like that Vader that you fell in love with, mm-hmm. and you could buy the Vader and the Obi, or you can buy the Vader and the and the Spider-Man with $1,000. So it doesn't perturb you at all that you paid 1000 for it, and because this new rendition's coming in, it plummeted. That doesn't bother you whatsoever. Like, 
For you, it's fair. I I feel like bothering me is is not maybe not the right maybe not the right okay. word. So like I would say that no, it doesn't necessarily bother me. It's not something I'm, I'm losing sleep over by any stretch. Does it suck? Yeah, kind of. Because it it's kind of like I threw five hundred bucks off the balcony, right? And you know, kind of watched it burn all the way to the ground. But at the same time, I also wanted That's the just Joker for I wanted the I wanted the Joker for ten years. So like I looked at that guy for. Ever. And when I finally got him, I like I paid I paid the price that I paid in order to get it in my collection. Period. Um, the fact that I gamb I, I gambled and lost. Well, that's that's just gambling in in a nutshell, right? Um, yeah. I think. Go ahead, Gene. What's your question? I was gonna ask because I'm the kind of guy like <coughs> you like the Joker. Mm-hmm. That's not my guy. My guy's Cloud. I buy every version of Cloud that I can get. Yeah. Would you still get the DX11 if you didn't own this and this was on its way? If you could get if you could get the DX11 for now like the 500 or 550 again, yeah, yeah I, sure. I still think I still think it's worth it to be honest because again, so you'd still buy both. A, like I if, buy them if both you the, got the shipping notification like for this and somebody was like, "Hey, I got a DX11 for you," and you didn't own the DX11, would you still buy it? Not if I already had this. I wouldn't go back and buy it. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't go back and buy it. Um, I'm excited about owning it, though. I'm excited to see them in comparison to each other. I'm excited to have the king of the Jokers of each of the different companies. Uh, somebody mentioned in the chat there, you know, watch Hot Toys come out with a 3.0 version now, you know, the minute we have these guys More in touches. hand. But I think that that would be kind of I think that would be crazy for Hot Toys to do at this point. I mean, there's so many yeah. other figures and releases. You know, even do the Nurse Joker, do anything else, yep. uh, but point. this this version of him again. Do a right? Bane, do a Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, the only reason um, I was asking you that, uh, Ben, is just because that's how I feel with reissues. I never buy to yeah, resell. I know. But I'm in a predicament now where I want to upgrade my collection that I never thought I would ever want to do, and. Mm-hmm. It's like to get below what you paid, then it's not worth it. You're better off hanging on to hanging on to the pieces. You know what I mean? But I would just say that's hot toys in general, though, right? Yeah. Like, and maybe that's why you're upset with them overall as a company. It's just it's not holding its value based on decisions they've made or the market. Well, that's the problem. It's the decisions they've made. They've watered down the company because it wasn't this wasn't like this. You can hold a hot toys and not necessarily turn a profit, which you could definitely turn a profit. A perfect example of that is the. Um, what do you call it, the Star Wars line, like the uh, Dark Side Anakin, because they haven't watered down that line. Marvel, they completely watered down the business model, their business model. And that's why we are the way we are today, selling Hot Toys at 150 200 bucks US For is sure. because of their business model. It wasn't like this originally. Marco, when I when I first got yeah. into this, uh... I will I will say, John, like I don't know it's, that it's always going to be this way for the future. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a shoe collector, and with Jordans, obviously Jordan's different. It's got a broader appeal, but they reissue anything and everything all the time, and it seems like they're making shoes more accessible to more people, and they'll have fat runs, and yet these shoes are still like going for crazy money mm-hmm. on the aftermarket, and so it's like maybe as the company grows and more people come into the hobby. Then in yeah. time, th- these things kind of maintain their value. But and right I love now, we're seeing those growing pains. I love your point because it's so true. I don't understand what it is about the Hot Toys market. It's like one of the only markets where I don't understand that the OG pieces don't hold value. So the shoe market, you go the OGs, that's where the money is. Shit will be falling apart in people's like, come on. I wonder. 
is that a factor of it just being is that a factor of it being just this decade now like if we waited another 10 years will then those collectors who are the young collectors now look back and be like now i want the og now i want i think it's it's hard to compare like for what john said right like he has the 2008 Mm -hmm. mark three and and it it obviously is a rare figure you don't see it go up almost ever but i think if john was trying to ask you know what 455 for that figure on the groups and someone would say well i can get this brand new figure with the modern day paint mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer right but the thing with that yeah. zach is you could say that about any hobby i can buy the shoe the re-release shoe with the gray paint brand new fresh looking fresh but i just I- think that's how toy collectors are right like you could buy a vintage rolex and it will hold, or, you know, like a Rolex today. And in 20 years, it'll still be worth what it's worth. But there's other companies. Uh, I own Omega Watch, and I love mm-hmm. it, and it's my favorite company. But in Omega Watch, it doesn't hold that value like a Rolex does. But, right? like, even mm-hmm. the... Even the um, Depends on vin- the Omega, Vintage toy. Sure. Vintage. Well, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But generally speaking, a Rolex, like, you know, 99.9% I also hold the value. really w- wouldn't compare watches because they're yeah, made with, like, that's silver and gold. Gold and, like, and stuff. Well, I mean, even, just, even and... just stainless steel watches. I mean, let's, Well, let's refer the, to, the like, bare, the vintage collection. Level. The OG vintage collection. How, how many lines have been reissued and reissued? The OG line is still the line to own if you're a true... I'm not going to say a true collector, but if you're after the nostalgia and the... And the collection, the money's in the OG line, right? I don't understand why Hot Toys, it's the only collecting company that I see that I'm exposed to that doesn't hold that same, that same merit. It's, it's interesting, like, right? It's interesting. Everybody I, moves I, away. And that's why I get so pissed because it's like tiered collecting. It's like, okay, I got in here, I spent the money. Okay, now the issue. Okay, the, the first one's worth nothing. I don't, like, it doesn't comprehend to me. I understand it's the materials and everything, but it's, it, when you it's, look on paper, collectible wise, the OG should always. The other thing that I, I think is the other thing I think is really important to note, John, just to kind of going back to the question you asked me about the Joker and just like what I have felt differently. I think I, I think it was um, Collector's Living Room. Um, I apologize if I'm getting his name wrong. Uh, recently, yeah, recently on Shane's channel, they were talking a little bit about about figures and reissues and some of that kind of thing, and I think. He made a great point, and, and this is the way that I've always seen my collection, is that my collection gives me a lot of joy. When I look at it, I get a lot of joy from it. I enjoy coming down. I enjoy just sitting in front of the collection and staring at it. And, and even if a figure loses value for me over time, essentially, it's that value that I've lost feels like that's kind of what I've rented out for that character. It's like rented space in my collection. I got a, a chance to enjoy it for a certain amount of dollars every month for the couple of years that I've owned it up until the point where I sell it for the 550 or whatever at half price from what I sold it or bought it for and get this new version, I still got to have that figure in my collection. I still got to really enjoy it. Um, I, it, it is a tough nut to swallow when it comes to losing Yuck. value in your figures. It just, it just is. I, and so I hear you on that one, dude. And especially if you're in the position now, John, where you're, you're looking to maybe go to statues. So you do definitely want to get as much value for your collection as possible, right? Like naturally that's the case. Um, but you still, well, maybe not you, John, cause you keep shit in your boxes, but most people get to like really enjoy their collection the entire time that they have it. Uh, and I'm excited I'm excited to have the new version in hand. 
what I don't want to see um, from myself even is like when I saw these promo images get released, people were poking me like, hey, Ben, have you seen this? Have you seen it? And I looked at it and I actually immediately texted Marco and said, I kind of feel lukewarm on it. And he was like, really? Like, isn't the Joker like your favorite character of all time? Like, how is that? How are you lukewarm on it? And I think the problem for me is that it is so overhyped in my mind's eye right now that it doesn't matter how fucking good this quality is going to be. It still may not live up to the expectation I've now put it on that yeah. <laughs> pedestal that I've raised it up to. I don't even know if they can hit that expectation level. And so don't be like me. Be excited for what we're seeing. I do think it is an, an improvement over the DX11, 100%. It just, it just is. When I look at them side-by-side -side comparison, it 100% is an upgrade. Um, but it may still not live up to those crazy expectations that we feel like we're, we're looking for. Uh, and that would be disappointing. But I think Zach has done it really well when it, when it comes to figures like his Asmus, right? He loves that Gandalf. For him right now in his current collection, that is his, is his Gandalf. That's the rest right. of us like might shit, look at it and, we don't, and we critically yeah. not love it. Um, but to him, he's futzed with it. He's got it to a point where every time he looks at it, he's like, that is my Gandalf right now. And fuck yeah, yeah right? Um, everybody's going to see their own collection a little differently. Uh, just, don't hype, just don't hype it up so much. And I, think it will, I think it will deliver. I agree with what you're saying. Uh, this, the, the, in regards to what, uh, the Joker, the Joker will, will be the Joker on the market. will be the Joker to be... Um, you start looking at statues. I think this in art is going to come out so good. It the only thing to beat it is going to be a statue, mm -hmm. uh, which is respect, which is reasonable because of how many years ago that Hot Toys figure came. Right? It's mm -hmm. it's just the way it is. How long ago it came out? Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about I display, I bought a collectible, and I display it and I enjoy it, and I should lose my I should lose value on that because I displayed the collectible that I purchased. And value should be de it should be demonetized because the time I spent looking at it in my collection has value there, in my opinion. And I know uh, this is a very in the community this is a very tough top tough tough thing to say. I think that's a crock of baloney, in my opinion. Hmm. Plus, it's very different when you're losing, like Ninja Squirrel said, when you're losing value on a hundred and eighty dollar figure you bought compared to a $455 figure you bought. Hmm. If I'm buying a $455 figure, and in a year or two years, that baby comes down to $275, $300, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with that figure, looking at it to be enjoying it and, and it losing value like that. Like I but said, like I said, I started collecting at a time where it was very different. I'll be frank, very honest with you. If I knew today what I know about Hot Toys... I wouldn't even have bought one. Wow! Interesting. But uh, uh, but I can't be I can't be too upset about positive equity. It's all I can say, right? It's positive equity at this point. I can't be so upset about that being the part that's lost. As long as I could technically sell it for retail, then if I had been the collector like you have mentioned in the past, John, where you say you missed out, and if you miss out, you pay the ticket price if you want right. that in your in your figure collection. Technically, though, I could still sell it more for what that for than what that figure went for retail all those years ago. So I'm still technically in the positive equity side of it, just not as much in the positive equity side and i did what you have 
told people to do. If you missed out, tough shit unless you're willing to pay the ticket price, and that's what I did, and I gambled and lost. I can mm. only be mad at myself for no, not you could being be mad patient at enough to wait. I can, o- I can only be mad at myself for not being patient enough to wait for the next version. We've all been collecting for a long time. We know that it's going to happen, period. Cuervo's comment, well, not period, uh, not necessarily I, well, period, because there's of. a lot to back up. I don't want to just the- take the whole show, but based on, I'm going to go to Cuervo's comment, stupid comment in my opinion. John, if you were to sell your t-shirt you're wearing and used and took out of the package, you expect, like, it's, 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 it's comments like this. That's the problem that people are reading and people are seeing that F this community up. Yeah, but see, opinion. but this is like, we're not fucking also, talking about t-shirts and yeah. we're not talking, we're like, we guys are going to be fucking realistic, but, guys. But wait, 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 what exactly should Ben be mad at? Because it's not hot it's toys. It's not hot toys. Either this situation's a li- No, no, no. I'm not. The reason why I brought up Ben's Ben's topic is rare, because we haven't had this in the last what a 15 years competition. Ben's. I didn't bring up Ben's topic to say he should be upset. The reason why I'm bringing up Ben's topic is to see and use it as an example as to why I get so upset about reissues. Yeah, he wants me to back him up for his reissue. I don't need you to back me up, trust feels, me. You backing me up is not worth anything. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ, come yeah, to fire, right. But I'm trying to oh, tell shit. you, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm just, I'm not saying, he, he got shafted. He got shafted. Right? But I, I shafted up. myself. The company didn't wow. shaft me. I shafted no, myself. But I'm not I saying how totally shafted you. Period. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm using your example to show you how I feel. When Hot, Toys does in the, when Hot Toys does a reissue, okay. you couldn't do anything because in our who knew in our was coming, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But if Hot Toys was to do another one, which everyone's been talking about, a third. Let's say in our didn't come out. If Hot Toys was to do a, a third version, you'd be in the same situation. Oh, a hundred percent, they were going to do a third. Of version course. Like, come on. They, I mean, they've, they've been doing all the other bad. Yeah, they did. Catwoman. It's like fucking talking to brick walls. I'll, I'll sell. Uh, I'll sell one of my gear hack and buy the hot toys. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, I don't have to say much about the Joker because I know we need to move on. But I will say, it looks great. The timing is really perfect because I'm very interested in this figure that we're going to talk about. And so now seeing some prototype images, it's like okay, maybe you could get my money again. That's where all. All right. So Cuervo, it's a shirt. Cuervo, get it through the skull. A shirt and a collectible. It's two different things, Guervo. Please, Guervo. I talked about a watch, which was collectible, and I got shat on. But and um, uh, one other thing, <laughs> well, I just okay. Forget it. Go. Keep going. <laughs> in art did also show two photos here uh, in August. What? How dare you? Hey, yeah, fuck you, love you, John. How wow. dare you? Um, in art did also show uh, in August we're going to get the pre-order for the Batman. Um, so we have the one photo here on the left of the the batman and then we have a batman and bruce wayne photo on the right really hoping they took everyone's feedback and they're not going to go back and make it a two-pack exclusive uh but it'll be interesting to, to see a lot of people are very excited about this prototype and i definitely think it does look really solid but for me hot toys did improve their figure quite a bit and i think personally the deciding factor is going to be the number of accessories and if they are better than the hot toys accessories because um, we've talked with John and, uh, obviously our John put up a great post on their, their, um, in our collectors group seeking feedback on, uh, different accessories. So in art has all the ammunition they need to make these great decisions to give us, you know, all the Riddler cards, every accessory Batman used in the film, they have 
the Mafex, the Figuarts, the Mezco, and the Hot Toys to look towards and say, well, this is what those came with. This is what ours should come with as well. And to me, if if theirs has less accessories than Hot Toys, uh, which is a common issue with these figures coming out from Inart, where they're, they're comparable releases from other companies, the other companies have much more accessories. If it has less accessories than Hot Toys, for me personally, Batman's a character that you know you're going to interact with a ton of accessories with the figure. You're not just going to have him on the shelf looking like this. I think uh, I would lean probably more towards Hot Toys, regardless of how good the suit looked. Can I say really quick? This reminds me of T-shirts. No, I'm joking. I don't really <laughs> care about the accessories. Okay, so I do. I do care about the accessories. I feel. Like, I, I like yeah, T-shirts come into this fucking conversation. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't fucking understand. How do you pull the fucking? Why don't you talk about lawnmower? Like, I don't understand uh, how a T-shirt. Wow, comes into that this was con- racial, but I'm gonna allow it. I will say. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. Um, I will just say I heard John say on your show that they are considering a single pack yes, because of the feedback they received from the Joker. So I would love, I know they're still trying to figure out exactly what market they're going after. Is it the high end? Is it the medium range? Is it competitive with Hot Toys? I would love to see them release a single pack with lots of accessories. Not as important to me, but but again, to compete directly with Hot Toys and make it reasonably priced around that range, even knowing you know if it's not licensed for this market, by the time it gets into our hands, maybe it's around the same price, if not a bit more than the Hot Toys version. I would love to see them go head to head like that. That would be a really shrewd move, in my opinion. But uh, really interested to see what they do with this. <clears throat> I don't really care about accessories that much. Um, <clears throat> and I saw a side by side shot of these two figures next to each other. The lighting is very different. So it's really hard to tell, but just based on what I was looking at, I don't see the in art being that much better. Um, I guess I'd have to see the price difference to really make a decision one way or the other. Um, but this is a Batman I want in my collection. So, I mean, buyer's market, right? There's going to be a few Batmans to pick from, um, at least two for now. So... I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of see what what uh, what my options are. Um, and like uh, one of you said, I forgot who it was, but I, now that I, oh, I think it was Margo. Now that I've seen the in our Joker that they're gonna deliver on what they promised, now in art seeming a little more right. tempting. So <laughs> my we'll PD did get hard. I'm not gonna now. lie. Yeah, we'll okay, see, but, John. It could have gone the other way too. Come on. No, it could, no, it could have gone, but it didn't. You guys but didn't I've listen. Also, but I've also no, been very nobody on this skeptical. Panel. No, I, I listen. You to play that saying. episode back. Nobody listen on this to panel. what the fuck I'm about to say. <laughs> I've been very skeptical about Inart. I'm the one that has said I'm gonna fucking wait until we see some shit. That's why I didn't pre-order Gandalf. I was like, I I still don't know what they're gonna deliver. But now that I've seen shots of the Joker. I'm like, okay, like you fucking, you know, you promised this and it looks like you're going to deliver it. So now I'm more tempted with the Batman. So, hey, (laughs) so that being said, I'm, hey, August, you know, we're in it. So let's see what they got. And uh, yeah, I'll make my decision then. So let's, uh, I love it. I, 
sorry, just just quickly. No problem. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand like people that don't want accessories for their figures. Like some people in the comments are saying that they don't care about accessories. Am I like on some? you know different planet where accessories aren't important like uh, you're buying I mean, a no. batman figure like if all he's gonna come dimension. with is is a, a batarang and like you're like okay this is great come no, on no you're right zach and come i'm on. gonna backtrack i, a I don't bit think on what come I'm on saying, but... it's a make or break for a figure <laughs> i mean it's... this was his pose for like 80 percent of the movie <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> i will i will just say i'm a little bit biased because i'm already getting the hot toys version he comes with everything so it's like okay even if this one didn't come with that much i'd be okay but I, that's not going to be the case for most people so I, I think you're right zach the, the <laughs> accessories for a batman will be important i wish Where i went before you oh sorry zach, take notes on how to not let others interrupt you Thank you, Cuervo. I'll also take t-shirt notes as well. Um, um, I wish I went before, ahead. Marco. I think this is the second one that's going to steamroll the Hot Toys version. I think the only thing that the Hot Toys version is going to have that may entice people is the motorcycle and the bat signal. Because I can't see uh, NR tackling those two. Suit-wise, I don't know about accessories, but suit-wise, it's a complete steamroll in my opinion. Uh, I do I appreciate what Jeff said. What's going on, Jeff? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, he says, "Till I see some actual in-art figures delivered and see the quality and how they look and hold up, I'm not in on them. Mm-hmm. On a statue front, yes. When you're looking at comparing to six-scale figures, I'd go. I'd take an in-art figure over a Hot Toy figure in today's market, 100%. Um, if you're looking for, if you have the first of all, if you have the space and you know, you've been dabbling in, in figures, statues. I'd even consider the Prime 1, uh, one-third scale that they did of this Batman. That one's beautiful, John. That's the an first absolute statue stunner. I've ever considered. Yeah, if, you've, uh, if you're someone who's dabbling and, and is okay to considering statues, I'd look at that if you want that one representation of the character. But if you're in the 1-6 figure mark and you're waiting, continue to wait. Don't uh, necessarily pre-order the Hot Toys because I think this is going to be a, a stellar release. So you would pay more for this over the over the Hot Toys version, is what you're saying? I would pay more for this over the Hot Toys version. Even the, yeah, would you pay more for this over the Hot Toys version? Like if we're we get the chance to see both price tags, and this is I don't know, 150 bucks more. Call it. I don't want to necessarily that say that I'm. What I I would pay more. I don't think it's fair to say that I would pay more right now without seeing the full release. Okay. Uh, if it's like the Joker release, 100. percent you said, comparing... earlier, you said something earlier that really stuck with me. You said that if you had known what you knew about Hot Toys now, yeah. 10 or 15 years ago, you wouldn't have even got into the game. But yeah. InArt is just getting into the game. They've not said that they won't reissue figures in the future. They've said that they wouldn't want to, but if there's an opportunity to improve it, they, they might. Would you still support InArt if in 10 years from now they start reissuing figures like this, like Hot Toys is, but they charged more than Hot Toys on their initial releases just from the get-go? InArt's not uh, shitting out releases like Iron Man. Yeah, well, if it's well, not broke, don't fix it, though. They keep putting out releases that we've already got. Pennywise, we've got yeah, Candle from, from Asmus, yeah, we've but got from a different company. from Hot Toys. From a different yeah, company. But they, but they're still it's still the same figure how repeat, would, rinse and repeat it like they're think think about all of the pop culture that's out there think of all the crazy awesome shit that they can make yeah and they they're going guess back what to they're the doing same well. they're fishing they're saying hey look you see your little shit hot toy that you have in your collection there look how we do it so you can come over to our side that's what they're doing 
and charge more and, for it, and, and well it worked right because you have the joker and now you're get you order the joker right so it worked but i'm okay with reissues so like if in 10 years from now they re-upgrade their their joker that i just spent a thousand bucks on i'm gonna also still at that yeah, point not be pissed about it you're saying that you're saying that they're gonna do a straight reissue of what they're producing now that's what you're saying no or, he's asking uh, what point, if they do what i, I personally do. i personally don't think that they would like you're support, you're very supportive of Inart. I guess is my point. I'm trying to call the fact in, out that you're so, very supportive of Inart, but you, but but you were also very supportive of Hot Toys, and then you just said that if they did the yeah. same thing, if you knew, you wouldn't, you would no longer support Hot Toys. Yeah, but and then but if Inart but if is Inart, the new company, correct. If Inart in ten years is to st- was to start to do reissues like Hot Toys does and pivot and start to take the focus away from the original people who put the funds into the collectibles then yeah i would lose support in the company the same I way i did be, with I, I would I'd, I'd be i'd give you 10 bucks today to let you sit on that for the next 10 years to prove that i think in art will do exactly the same fucking thing in 10 years from now because they're a business they're a company they're in it to make money and in 10 years from now everybody that's a 10 year old right now who wants this batman a 10 year old i hope a 10 year old's not watching this batman movie because yeah. that's poor parenting but i'm just that's, saying nonetheless in 10 years from now when they're 20 years old they're going to want this figure and in art's going to give it to them garen guarantee in art will give it to them another company will come up and give it to them I don't know because I probably won't even be collecting six scale in ten years, to be honest. Because <laughs> I'm a hair be out of this scale thing. In ten weeks. <laughs> I'm cautious. What I'm telling you, caution. Ben, is if you're going to give I'm advice to collectors listening to this panel that they should consider in art over hot toys because of all the reasons that you feel are valid, but then you're ignoring the fact that in ten years they're going to do the exact same fucking yeah. thing, almost guaranteed. Okay, but you just have but, to caution the group for both both sides of the first argument. of all That's you're all not going to come here and tell me what i need to caution number one live number one why is john so defensive i'm getting I'm defensive because like fries on smart right smart now. ass mcgee over there let him take a zip of his water so he can listen clearly to this how am i smart ass i'm just literally if I'm, hot toys I'm listen to the listen you give and i'm responding Little. to the points okay. that you give you said your piece this isn't the amber Heard everyone's drop. everyone's settled you you are saying you saying about re-releases okay if Hot Toys is doing re-releases, and then Inarts, it's not like Hot Toys is doing re-releases. They're going to stop re-releases, doing re-releases. They're going to continue. So if Inarts coming in with a better product, then damn right, I'm going to tell you, well, okay, if, if each company ends up doing re-releases down the line, then go with the better product, right? It's not like Hot Toys is going to stop the re-releases. So if you have to choose from two companies, Hot Toys is doing re-releases, and then in art in ten years they do re-releases. Who are you going to go with? You're going to back Hot Toys, or you're going to back in art? Your 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 argument is invalid. Collect- no, no, it is not. I'm going to back whoever I enjoy collecting with the entire time, and it's not going to change my opinion. Is the point? Reissues will not change my opinion. Okay, period. That's you. That's you. Let me let me just say Love this you, because I feel like I don't understand someone who I buys like- a thousand dollar statue and gets plummeted to five hundred. That, okay, I understand it's in there doing it, but the fact that you're still backing Hot Toys with releases that are showing like this Spider-Man, where it's going to come out, it's going to be 150 bucks cheaper in a, in a year, a year and a half, or that you won't even have it in a year and a year and a half. I'll say two, two and a half years. It's going to be cheaper. There's no way we should be paying $450 for Hot Toys when they're going to depreciate right when they come out. I also don't necessarily disagree with that, just so you know. Marco, okay. Okay, so to clarify <laughs> the accessories thing, right? Um, these accessories. John did ask. John did ask 
content creator. So there's a chat with like, you know, some of your favorite, you know, podcasters, YouTube streams, whatever. John did ask us like, hey, while we're in the process of finalizing these details, what accessories are crucial? What accessories, like what should this figure come with basically? And so we gave him a lot of feedback of, of you know, pretty much every accessory he interacted with in the movie and said, you know, this is what you could choose from. And, you know, it's kind of up to you guys to pick what we're actually going to get. John, our John, also did put up a post on Inart as well because we don't want another Gandalf situation to happen where it comes out half-baked. And so they have so much reference and resources from the community that if what I'm trying to say earlier is if this comes out with, you know, very minimal accessories, then what's the point of involving content creators? What's the point of having the NR community Facebook group where they're asking Zach. these people these opinions and then it's going to come out being totally Zach. bare bones? Zach. Dean. Don't give up on me now, Dean. Lead with that shit next time. Don't just say... I, I said that. You. you did not say all of I that. I said they asked the community. No, you didn't. Are, you did not say that. I'll have to check the tape. That's this a good is, point. I, I will respect your point. I'm just saying for me, like, make or break a figure between two that are going to be, you know, 400 plus dollars. Like, if he comes with one or two less batterings, like, I don't give a shit, honestly. Like, I'm in it for the figure, not the fucking you're, accessory. You're not even I a Batman can. fan. I'm, He's not. I'm a fan of this one. I just felt like arguing with you. I'm also, <laughs> yeah, everyone else is arguing. It's time for me and Marco to get yeah. to it. You fucking gobble ghoul. It's not it's, it's disgusting, <laughs> guys. Yeah, you got to bring up a point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy it's how debate. we can't, we still. Uh, I, I will say. I just want everybody to come on and say, literally, because we'll pull up the last episode, the first episode. I was wrong about Inart. And I'm going to wait. We'll wait. I, hold on. I I'm not talking to you, Dean. Now. Fuck, oh, Dean. Yeah. I'm not directing it at you, Dean. Did I say it, Dean? <laughs> Dean, I want you to apologize. I didn't say that, Dean. I said, I want. We could play the first episode. I, I'll, I'll put it on the clips. But John, we won't talking, do it yet, though. Hold on, we won't do it yet. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're referring to. Honestly. Oh, you know very well what I'm referring you're to. You're talking to a panel with three out of the five people have pre-ordered that in our Joker, though. So, yeah. like, we're obviously some of us were had we're a lot supporters. of faith. Like, I was doubtful well, when it came to the no. Gandalf, but when it came to the Joker, I've been hyped and very cautiously optimistic. We will. We will play back the video. It the, was me. Uh, I will find it and we will play it back if we. <laughs> but have. what's okay. the point of that, right? We can. But we're going to wait. No, and and if John you if you check right. the hang on hang on if you Pretty check much. the record John Marco and I both once specifically for the Gandalf we came out and said hey we were presented with new information this is the best Gandalf Anna I'm not talking about the Gandalf justice. you're talking by about the Joker time still? by the time the Gandalf hit people were so already waking you up you want to you want to be right at this point no, it's like, not the point yes, okay you were right but I mean you were also wrong about hot toys so I mean what you know what Whoa. wrong about what hot toys the, in what sense. You've said it already that if you could ago, get back into the game, you would not invest in hot toys. So you were right about this. I think we can all agree that, you know, I personally, as someone who has seen no. companies come and just flat out fail on our releases, I was cautiously optimistic. I didn't care about the Joker, and frankly, that figure annoyed the shit out of me no, because you, it was you shit on, about it but you shit on uh, you shit on the product in the sense that the application of the product. I don't want to. I don't want to get into this too far yet because I've we we don't have it in hand yet. Let's wait till we get. We've been just okay. seeing. Oh these yeah, nice, I mean that's, that's yeah. That's I'd want to wait before this all gets. I'd want to see it in hand. 
what I was saying about uh, Hot Toys was business practices, not the product. The Hot Toys was making the best product at the time. Business. If I knew Hot Toys business practices today, not the quality of the product, let me make that clear, then I wouldn't have bought the first figure. I will agree with you on that, John, but Ben also makes a good point. Ten years, NR could be doing the exact same shit. And let me let me say some other rephrase. Maybe saying I wouldn't have gone into Hot Toys was wrong. I would have refresh the collection when i could have sold oh i see you know what i'm saying i would have upgraded the collection at that time yeah but hindsight's always 2020 right like no the in art and hot toys thing the thing here is that now it's time to get off the hot toys truck and look at the new company regardless of them regardless of the doing reissues or not because then it them doing reissues or not they're still producing the best product compared to the other company Doing the maybe maybe in like seven and eight years you start refreshing the in our collection maybe possibly okay. and secondly this whole community that's fair. That's the, a this fair whole assessment. six scale community it's all flipping they're all okay with reissues right i'm the only one that babbles and rambles that's on reissues, true. So. you get messages from collectors all the time well, like, john okay. you said exactly what i was thinking so keep saying what you're saying yeah you might get some you know heat from the panel but I, there are the people panel. that agree no, no. with you. I want the people that love accessories to comment. Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag t-shirts, hashtag accessories. Let's go. 92 people watching. Uh, let's Bye move hot on. Boys, guys. Let's let's blow through let's blow through this real quick so we can get to our main discussion. Uh three zero had some stuff at SDCC. We did not yes. cover it last week. That was my bad. Uh Robo Dow Fourth Angel. I think this is a, a neat looking figure, a very iconic angel. Though, Dean, it kinda bothers me that they're doing all this weathering on on the angel here when one, it didn't look like that in the anime, and two, all the the Avas are not weathered at all. So I think yeah, that's kind pristine. of a yeah. that's kind of a weird thing to me. Uh, there also did show finally. We thought this line was dead. The Robo Dow VF One J Rick Hunter edition. They showed us an unpainted uh, plane mode, jet mode, and then we also have the Bro, uh, the Veritac there on the right. No one thought this was dead. They just announced it like a month ago. No, we've been waiting. They had on their Facebook back in October that they were going to show us details it about this. It wasn't October. I have it on my phone, or I'll, I'll pull it up. But anyway. It was a yeah. long time. It was long enough that you were a little concerned. It was like, oh, we're announcing it. Like, uh, now I want to pull it up because it wasn't that long ago. Unless I'm a complete dingus, which may be the case. I'm not okay. saying I'm not. But anyway. We'll address I'm it later. Pull, keep it up. super excited to for this. Um, I will say... I'm a little bummed that it's um, such a small scale. Um, How dare you, DJ? But I don't see this being better than Bandai because Bandai has been making them for fucking ages, the VF1s. Um, and I own the um, kids concept, and those have problems because uh, even from their version 1 to 2.0, they fixed some of the issues from 1.0, so I'm not really um, super um, confident in this first release. I kind of wish they didn't do the VF1J, but it's December they announced it. Oh, yeah, December. So not that long, but you're right. Okay, it's eight months, <clears throat> almost eight I, months. I, I just said you were right. Fuck, but not Jesus, October. Play the clip. Play the clip, bro. Jesus. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> play it. We got we okay. got the right over two hours. Jesus. Anyway, um, yeah, so I really like to see this. I am again not super confident, but I will be buying this. So if you want to wait for me to get it and give my assessment, 
and then buy one. So there you go. Lizzie Venus has a great comment here. When does J and D get in the conversation, knowing they will soon jump into one six scale arena? I don't think our blood pressure, our hearts could handle another company coming in there and trying to take the throne again. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens, but it's going to be interesting to have another big name company uh, into the one six scale market. I think, John, I think you might agree as well. Competition is not a bad thing, right? I think complacency is probably one of the worst things. Uh, and so to have another big name company potentially adding into that market, uh, it's going to it's gonna be interesting. I think, yeah, think J&D should just stay out <laughs> at this point. I wanna, I wanna feature this comment really here, uh, quick here. Go um, ahead. It's from. Um, can, where did it before go? you bring that up, Dean, can I ask about yeah, J and D and ask John specifically? Yes, sir. Is the community cooling on them a bit, given the kind of the I don't want to say rough, but like the changes from the prototype to the final release on a lot of the sculpts that I've seen? Is the community kind of turning on them um, a bit? I think no, I really don't think so. As much as they should. Um, I think their proto to Lane did his unboxing yesterday. I think proto to final is lacking. Mm -hmm. That's on their statue front, especially when that's sculpting third scale statues. So there's always in silicone. There's always a little bit more open to the eye. Like there's always more detail. It's always harder to to, to get something done at saw, that scale. I just saw full size Queen Studios bus that looked exactly like the actors, right? So I guess there's something to that. But yeah, but that's not a con too. where they're bringing the yeah. best i guess so i don't think the i don't think the community the can comment. handle jnd studios i'll be 100 percent frank just because uh, like christian said here um 800 a figure are you kidding me that when in came when in came out that was the huge thing oh my god what am i gonna do this price point is ridiculous jnd sitting back and saying let's watch i don't think jnd is gonna f they can they have they have the uh, accessibility and 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 the the resources to to produce the six scale figures, but I think at this point they're just sitting back and I think it's a good idea. Let InArt do their thing. Let Hot Toys do their thing. Um, I think JD needs to focus on their statues right now, their bread and butter, and making sure because there were some issues with packaging and so forth with some of their product. I think they need to focus on their statues before they take on any more projects. Let them fight. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to feature this comment by Aaron Grove um, about the 3 0 um, Macross or Rick um, Robotech figure. This does transform, and 3 0 has made Transformer figures. I guess they're not allowed to transform because Hasbro. It's a Hasbro thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is kind of upsetting to see like, oh, well, we'll do this and it transforms, but the Transformers don't transform. And then especially the Voltron thing, he also fucking transforms and they didn't do that. So, it, yeah, it's kind of weird, but I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, Dean, just oh. for like two seconds, because we're yes. running a long time. A Bring Arts Kai Cloud Strife uh, around 100 150 bucks. I still can't find an exact price. It's 150 on SquareEnix.com, but they always charge more. Um an actual 12th scale cloud strife first one ever made i'm fucking excited um yeah uh, he's my fucking guy so i'm getting this it's based off of his first appearance in pharmacy 7 not the remake not this guy which you know it, it's based on this look but it's obviously modernized this is how he looked in pharmacy 7 i'm so fucking excited um yeah that's that's my that's my dude all right, getting into the release section, a little bit of drama here. 
I think Marco would be the best one to lead us off in here. So, Marco, tell us what happened with the Hot Toys Chrome Clone Trooper. Yeah, so, you know, had woke up, had my cup of coffee, was, you know, sitting on the throne going through the CW chat, and I see <laughs> Cuervo post, hey, I'm actually, I woke up to the cl- the Clone Chrome Trooper shipping notification from Sideshow. I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. I d- actually didn't get an email. Let me go look at my um, orders and see. And so I go to my orders and it says preparing to ship. Holy cow. So I didn't get an email, didn't get a heads up like, hey, this is coming. Um, And it was already preparing to ship. So I gave them a call and said, hey, you know, can you put this on a payment plan? And they said, "Um, you know, let's see if we can do anything about it. But because it's preparing to ship, we can't promise anything at all. Um, So they said, we'll email you back today and let you know. I didn't hear from them at all today, so I'm just assuming I'm going to get this thing and I'm going to end up paying for it, um, which which is fine, but I know it doesn't really leave a lot of room for planning. So I think the controversy is that Hot Toys didn't really give us a heads up, Sideshow didn't give us a heads up, and they are just shipping these things. And I know I'm not alone because I've seen others in the community that have gotten this notification with no heads up. Now, I don't order from Sideshow super often, so I can't say how common this is, but I think this is pretty out of the norm. Normally, they let you know, like, hey, get your finances yeah. in order um, and get everything up to every, date. Every charge I've ever gotten from Sideshow, they'll send you, like, you know, hey, your your upcoming uh, payment is coming out. Like, you know, make any changes if you need to. Cuervo says as well, I didn't get an email either, Marco. I got the credit card notification, and that's how I figured out. <laughs> and wild. And I think other... Um, streamers are going to be talking about this tonight as well um because uh, i think it happened to quite a few people in the community i know initially this was slated for 2023 release then it you know changed to 2022 i want to say it was august to september 2022 and then people still had kind of like payment plan options available but for them just to charge people what was it almost 300 bucks i think uh, yeah i think out of I 270 left on this yeah that's uh that's uh that's a toughie and then to, to tell me, like, we're not sure if we can do anything about it, if we can <laughs> even cancel it at this point. I didn't say cancel. I just said, let's put it on a payment plan. Give me some more yeah. time um, to, to figure this out. Jesus Christ. Riley says, I got charged for two with no email. Woke up on my Jesus. payday with a $600 charge. <laughs> Bro, Jesus that's, payday. that's a little sus, dude. That is, that's, there you go. That's suspicious, bro. That's really poor uh, business practice. Dark Spartan says, Marco, same exact thing happened to me. I wouldn't mind if they also did the same thing with the Mysterio Iron Man, sent a delay notice, and all of a sudden it's getting charged. Um, there you go. You hate to see it. Wild. Um, especially given, you know, they're new, like, protect my order, and they, they've got all these new safeguards in place for consumer them. Consumer protections, where, yeah. where the fuck are the protections for us? You hate to see it. So uh, there's some people going live later tonight to be talking about this as well. I think Leal and his channel... Uh, in a few hours is going to do that so be sure to tune in uh john can we hear a quick word from our sponsor before we get to our main topic yeah we want to thank uh one six quarter their mission is to provide the best figure and collectibles to their customers they offer great prices great packaging fast shipping best in the business customer service collecting weekly listeners get 10 percent off in stock figures while our show is live using code cw10 that's capital c capital w10 choose your figures pay safely with paypal and you leave the rest to them. Uh, we also have our 2000 subscriber celebration. Uh, you guys can win a Hot Toys Shore Trooper. All you have to do is join our Facebook group, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Uh, comment hashtag CW2K on the giveaway post and be sure to f- subscribe to 
Collecting Weekly and Collectors Enabled on YouTube. Uh, this is sponsored by our friends over at Off the Rack Collectibles. Um, John, I want to let you lead in here, transition. Um, a lot of us on the panel, uh, some of us at least, are starting to look into other avenues for collecting, and I think you've kind of taken some big steps the past few weeks to kind of begin transitioning to another part of collecting. Tell us what you got. Yeah, so I... Um... It gets to a point now in collecting where you have to look at the price points and what we're paying for these collectibles, right? So a main wake up point is the figures that we saw this week from um, Hot Toys, where you're paying 450 450 for a, what, what was it? A Spider-Man with a base. Okay, wait, whatever. We said it was a half-ass base, this and that. 450 for an Iron Man. You're at what? Almost a thousand. That's if you're in the States, that's without shipping Jesus, let alone crossing a border coming to Canada. Besides the, besides the size, you go one six, I'd start looking at options of your favorite characters in statue form, right? Cause you're almost paying the, the quarter scale sideshow statue price. So why not consider that at that point? I think hot toys is getting to that point where you need to really look at your collection see how much space you have and see what you really want out of a collectible. Are you okay with some of the points that we discussed today? Are you okay with purchasing a figure and having it depreciate? Are you okay with losing the money? Would you rather put your funds into a piece that you know is limited, has an addition size and so forth? Are you okay with, are you feel more comfortable putting it into, let's say a statue where, you know, it doesn't necessarily have, depending on what you're buying, doesn't necessarily have pleather. You could buy statues without any mixed media. Doesn't have pleather that may deteriorate over a certain amount of years. You don't have to worry about any leather care, or anything like that. So those are all different things that you have to consider when you're collecting. In my opinion, I've been I've been looking at you know I've always been a hot toys collector and a statue collector. They've always gone hand in hand. Uh, just because you don't necessarily get all the characters that you would in statue form that Hot Toys is putting out. But with, like I said, with Hot Toys, the recent business practices and the recent, the prices and everything like that, it's just pushing me more down that statue rabbit hole. So I thought that this was a cool discussion to have to kind of get what the community is thinking. Uh, are you guys okay with the price points that are out there? Are you okay with paying 450 for a figure? And then enjoying the value by looking at it on your shelf and then it plummeting to uh, 350, 300, whatever. Because remember, you don't need the money today, but you hope that you place the, your, these funds into these collectibles that you can at least recoup what you put in. I understand, okay, shipping and so forth if you don't recoup, but at least the retail value of the piece. Because you don't know what life is going to throw at you. Uh, not only that, but if down the line you want to reinvest in your collection being able to kind of move this on to the next collector for at least what the company was selling it for if it's in a good shape you should be able to do that so i'm curious to see what everyone has to say let me um let me ask you this john because i've i've been kind of maybe not to the point of where you're at but i'm getting there right to to invest in some statues and i've already you know went from zero statues to like eight or nine right in a few years but let me ask you this, John, because um, one, let me just say this. First and foremost, 
the I, I totally agree about the materials thing, but there are some statues that I really, really want. Really, really want. And then I, I hate to hear that, oh, they have a leather cape or a pleather cape. And it, it just, fuck, it's a hard decision for me. And I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it. But two, I know from what I can see, and you've said maybe it's not as big of a deal, but the lines that I'm interested in from Prime 1, the Berserk line, the Evangelion line, they're not necessarily reissues you know, like what Hot Toys is doing in some cases, but they might do a, a paint adjustment or they'll add a bloody version. Do those affect the statue market at all? Because some of them do look much, much better. The The Night Fight Ava Unit 1 with the glow-in-the-dark paint, I, I personally, I think is a much nicer piece than the first version. Mm-hmm. It, it, does that happen on statues or, or maybe even like this is one that you talked about on club the alien the iron man mark three well the alien also yes the prime one alien but the mark three iron man where it's a it's the same character it's a different armor but it's like a, a exact mirror pose like it's the ground and pound like mm-hmm. for statues do, do you have do you notice that at least in your experience like where they'll go down because another better version comes out or one with slightly different paint or mm-hmm. in the Prime 1 case with the alien. Have you seen that also affect the issues? Because I don't want to get into statues. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for example, Iron Studios at SDCC showed another... I want to say it was a one-tenth scale Rex. And now I'm thinking, like, fuck, this piece I've had for a long time, it's, you know, become worth more than I've paid for it. Now I'm worried, like, fuck, you know, this might be a no. way better Rex. And then I'm on the back foot on it. So I, I, I'm just I, curious. I haven't experienced that personally with statues. Um because we'll go back to the conversation as they're limited, they have their own edition size. And when a company's doing a repaint, like the alien, the problem with the alien that Prime One did that everyone that they've called a re-release was it's essentially they kept the same alien body and changed up the base and so forth a little bit. But that's not something that necessarily occurs consistently. We hope that it's not going to occur consistently in the statue community. When you're purchasing a statue, you're still purchasing that statue at a limited quantity. So the company's yeah. saying, here's your five, you're getting 750 made of this statue exactly the way it is, right? There are tweaks here and there. Like you're saying, for me, the color variance, I think that's a completely different story. Like Sideshow, for example, did their whole comic cat at fifth scale where he's jumping in the air and they did three variations of, of the very similar statue they did the red hulk green hulk and gray hulk but in the comics those are all different hulk characters so i don't think the hulk the gray hulk affected the sales of the green hulk and the green hulk affected the sales of the red hulk if you're a fan of whatever color hulk you're getting your 500 of this hulk 600 of the you know what i'm saying they don't necessarily the color variants for me don't necessarily affect them all in regards to iron man that you brought up completely different statues one was made in 2006 and it's the comic rendition of iron man yeah, yeah. as opposed to the one they're putting out now which is exactly the same pose but, but so you're not necessarily going to get a comic fan purchasing the mcu version yeah that's true yeah so i've i've made the switch to be honest like i mentioned the patreon chat like i'm 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 getting a lot of my enjoyment from third-party stuff like there's uh, one of our Patreon Patreon members has a uh, Rick Deckard Blade Runner figure I'm getting for like you know a pretty good price, 
But that's something that Sideshow and Hot Toys would never touch in a million years, and I can't imagine InArt would, would do that. Um, but that's a figure that I have been trying to get a good decorative in my collection literally since like 2017. I made a custom version. I thought it was pretty okay. Yeah. I looked into uh, some some custom tailors to make an outfit. It was oh, bro. expensive. Bro, Zach was ready to spend like 800 bucks on just the fucking outfit. It was insane. Wow. That's how important that movie is. This is such a good movie. Oh, so, you're not wrong. Yeah. So... Um, I've been getting a lot of my enjoyment there, but I've also been getting statues, right? So I just got the Prime, or not the Prime one. Well, I had the Prime one Berserk, but I just got into the premium format Mando. I have the premium format Toothless coming. Um, I have, obviously, several Lord of the Rings statues and some gaming statues. So I've been getting into statues more. Um, I haven't sold many of them, but the ones I've sold, I've been able to kind of get, you know, at least what I paid for back, if not more. Uh, but the ones that I've sold, I've also paid higher than retail for. So, because uh, they were long sold out, obviously pieces like that. So, um, I've I've been making the transition slowly. Um, I think the thing that's holding me back is a lot of my third party figures. I've had like done subtle modifications to, and I know that they're gonna lose money on selling them. But kind of like Ben said earlier, like I, I I purchased them, I enjoyed them, I modified them. You know, I've I to me it's not as big a deal if I take a small loss. Because I know, just to be honest, that one, I don't have the budget that's going to allow me to hold on to them until, you know, maybe I do make a profit on them. But two, I also don't have the space. So for me, that's kind of kind of where I'm at with that. I've been making the transition. It's just like very slow and it'll probably be a few years before I'm either all out the door or, you know, very selective with what I collect. Yeah, so I um I've never been a statue guy. I like to have my figure hands on, do some cool poses, take some pics, you know, I sit in sit in my room, see a, like a stormtrooper and be like, "You know, what? I'm going to change this pose, futz with it." Statues, you're stuck with what you get, right? But there are some characters like this Boba Fett behind me. That, like, I have other renditions of that character, so, like, I'm also okay just getting a statue of that guy or that character. Um, but I have a few. I got 2B that's standing next to Boba Fett over there. I ordered the, the punchline, the Prime 1. Now, she actually doesn't have any other products on the market, so that's the only punchline I could get. And she went up for pre-order, and I pre-ordered her. Um... But yeah, I think there's some fig or some statues that like are a must. Like I have to own this in statue form. Um, but I'm still a figure guy at heart. So yeah, there, it's I, I wouldn't say I'm like moving specifically to statues. But when I see one I like, you know, I fucking buy it. So. Yeah, I'm just I love figures too much to ever just be a statue guy. I gotta say, Dean, I'm kind of echoing your point there, buddy. Sorry, Marco, if you're gonna unmute yourself there, buddy. But I was, um, but go for it, Ben. For me, it's it's about it's about space and posability. Uh, I was always a big action figure collector as a kid. Uh, I loved some of the bigger scale figures like GI Joes. Uh, and even some of like the Power Rangers that were super kind of like bigger and more posable. And then 
that kind of brought me into six scale collecting. For me, I want to, I wouldn't say that quantity over quality necessarily by any stretch, but I do like to have more than a handful in my collection. Like I want to have one representation of all the characters that I love. And I just happen to love a lot of freaking characters. And so I think if I were to go down the statue road, uh, I would run out of space before I'd ever come close to being able to collect all of the, the representations that I want. Um, having said that, I've been really enjoying watching John's uh, Friday Night uh, Club show um, because some of the statues that we get to see are like insane. <laughs> like they're so cool. Uh, it's just not necessarily, I don't think, it's not in my um, want to buy. It's more my want to admire uh, category. I like to be able to pose my figures. I like to be able to change the way my display looks pretty consistently. Uh, and like I just got the Venom not too long ago. Uh, and as much as I like that Venom, even it feels, like, too big for my space. Like, I don't know what to do with it. It's way bigger than any of my other uh, MMS series figures. Uh, and so I just know that if I go uh, start statues, even though there's multiple different types of scales of statues, I do think that uh, I would feel like they didn't necessarily fit in, and I'd want to then either take myself fully out of the six scale and go straight statues uh, or stick with six scale and get rid of any statues I'd picked up. So for me, it won't be something that I transition to anytime soon necessarily. Um, but again, I think space also plays a factor. If I had a much bigger display room, a bigger man cave, and I could have one or two pieces that really stand out to me, uh, your Thanos behind you there, uh, John, I saw that in a comic book store recently on one of my toy tours, and that thing is like, in person, insanely cool. So cool. Uh, so I definitely appreciate them, for sure. But not not necessarily going to be for a, a change for me anytime soon. So I am a figure guy, specifically 1.6, for a lot of the reasons that Dean and Ben both mentioned. Um, and obviously Zach is there as well. Um, I have definitely seen some figures and, excuse me, some statues in person semi-recently. So when we were at Disneyland, they had a whole big area and they had a bunch of the premium format statues which I know are kind of the bottom of the barrel, but I was pretty impressed by those as well, like seeing a Thor, um, seeing this, a few of the X-Men. I think they had Cyclops there. So I would definitely consider picking maybe one or two of those up, but it would never, it, for what I'm thinking now, I don't think it would ever transition to be fully statues and not 1-6 because it's such a direct line from when I was a kid because I had those action figures. I love the posability, even though I just do simple poses, like the, be, the ability to kind of mess with them to get them where you want and the ability to kind of refresh them. Um, I, I just am all in on my one sixth because they are little art pieces kind of to myself. Um, and I will say when I was at Comic-Con, I don't know if I mentioned that previously, they had a bunch of statues everywhere. Weird flex. Yeah, no, I'm joking. <laughs> you keep saying um, yeah, just fucking around. Um, they had a bunch of statues and like, I, I really admired a lot of the statues a lot. They had like a Catwoman one. I think that might've been premium format. I saw the prime one Batman, as John mentioned earlier in person. And I was blown away by that one. That one is gorgeous. Um, before the price that I would pay for that, I would rather have the bat signal and the bat bike and the in-art Batman and the Hot Toys Batman. You know, I could kind of get all of those for the same price. And so I'm not quite sure it's worth the trade-off for space for me. Um, but definitely something I have my eyes on. Uh, but I'm not really quite ready to bite the bullet just yet. But do appreciate a lot of those pieces out there. But yeah, I'm, I'm still such a 1-6 guy. It's really hard to envision um, me ever transitioning. Definitely all great points there. 
Um, anyone else have anything to add before we uh, move on? Will John, Just, will John still be invited to the show once he goes statues only? Of course, of course, First, of course. Can of you course. can you show me the playback where I said I was going statues only? I'm just kidding. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> um, movie news. Ben, ben just wants Batman. that spot, eh? Fuck, he's salivating this, over it. I'm one. I'm one low. I'm just poking the bear, buddy. Just poking the. Ben Affleck's Batman was confirmed for Aquaman two this week. Uh, there's photos there of Ben with uh, Jason Momoa. Man, he looks rough. Man, J Lo is putting his ass through the ringer. My goodness. Can't go with um, the Latina man. This, this is what will to happen to you. Yeah, I hate to see it. He didn't look this way with Anna Darmus, I'll tell you that much. Um, and then in other news, I know the chat wanted us to talk about this today, Warner Brothers Discovery decided to cancel the release of Batgirl as they are, quote, committed to making DC titles big theatrical event films, and Batgirl isn't that. It's a $90 million loss for the studio, and uh, they're not releasing it on any platform, so they're just completely scrapping the project. And from what I understand, from what I've read today, it was literally like in final like the last steps of, of finalizing the movie. So very interesting to see um, them making this call. I, I respect them tremendously for it though. I, I really do because I think they have some really big momentum going on with Joker and the Batman. Um, I think, you know, if they were going to put out a subpar product, I, I, I respect them. That's a huge loss to take and probably not an easy decision for, for Warner brothers or the other you, parties involved. You got to wonder how much of it was tied to flashpoint. We obviously know Keaton's Batman was going to show up. And when they decided to maybe shelf the Flashpoint movie, maybe this one was just a casualty of that, or it was dog shit. <laughs> Gigi says, how dare you, Marco, about the Latina comment. Um, our movie of the week, and I want to thank everyone for, for staying with us so far. we got 85 watching. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. In this animated feature set in the 1940s, the troubled yet heroic Gotham uh, Kevin Conroy is pitted against a mysterious figure who has... I don't want to say that, rubbing out Gotham's most dangerous criminals. Uh, and who many believe is the Cape Crusader himself, Batman's alter ego. Millionaire Bruce Wayne is about to get married to the lovely Andrea Beaumont, who helps him recover from his need to avenge his parents' murder, meaning that his crime-fighting days may be numbered. Now, it is, um, it's interesting that the synopsis titles this as being set in the 1940s, because it really confused me because it's clearly the same Batman from the animated series and it's confirmed in that series that it's set in the 90s. Obviously because Batman Beyond takes place so many years later in the, uh, I think it's like the 2030s. And so I think what they mean by this is it's it's styled as a 1940s film. It's like a, a bit of a noir, but... The animated series itself was also styled the same way, right? The cars are very rounded. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be very timeless looking. So mm -hmm. that really threw me off when I was read when I chose this movie and was reading the synopsis. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, at any rate, really, really solid film. I think maybe my only complaint, and it's probably because it's you know a kids movie, really short runtime. From the moment I saw Andrea step on the screen, I was one hundred percent sure who she was in the film. And the reveal that I think was supposed to be quite large for me, I was like, I I felt like I've seen this the whole time. Uh, Mark Hamill plays an incredible Joker. I think it's one of his most iconic film uh, roles outside of, of Star Wars, obviously. This is a great movie. If you like Batman the Animated Series, this is it's a great movie. A lot of people think this is up there with some of the best Batman films of all time, not just animated and I have to agree, it's 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 classic Batman the Animated Series. 
you know, there's things that I don't like about BTAS that I also don't like about this film, but I can appreciate it that it's, uh, I hate when, when animated movies come out and Dean, you, you know this also, but like the quality of animation that you get on a TV show, sometimes when they do movies, they add too much extra shit. Like for example, Dean and the super movies, they add all this extra CGI and like shit that's just so out of place from like typical animation style. And I noticed this with the Bob's Burgers movies that just came out also. They added like all these weird like panning shots that you never see in the show. This to me felt, for, for better or for worse, like I was just watching an extended episode of the animated series. And I think that is, um, you know, a really, really neat thing. Nicole was asking, is this my first time watching it? This was my first time watching the movie. It's definitely my first time watching the movie. I've seen some of the other uh, BTAS films, and I've owned this film for like I want to say a year already, and I just haven't had time to get to it in my Voodoo library. So, really, really, really great movie. I recommend it. It's a short film. It's like an hour twenty, I think. Really easy to watch, and uh, it's definitely definitely a great film. It's it's sort of a take on like a year one Batman story, the origin of Bruce Wayne. Kind of goes into, um the typical, you know, Bruce Wayne, Batman thing. It's like, who's really, who is really the person, right? Is, is Bruce Wayne the mask or is Batman the mask? Um, and it kind of explores like his wants and desires as a man, but also like he wants to avenge his parents' death and at what level he's willing to go through to do that. So really solid film. I know Ben's a big fan of this film. So curious to see what he has to say and, and what the rest of the panel has to say. Yeah. It's funny you bring up, uh, <laughs> Andrea, <laughs> sorry. Um, Are you okay, bro? You're Andrea scaring me. Beaumont, I think her name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's played by uh, Josephine Marcus, or no, Josephine Marcus is her character in Tombstone, but she's played by Dana Delaney. And um, you said all- so many names that mean nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, well, we just watched Tombstone not long ago. In fact, these movies came out in the same year as Tombstone and and this one. Um, and she plays like literally the exact same character. In fact, she has like some of the same dialogue where she's, uh, she like says something to Batman. He laughs. She's like, Oh, you laugh now. And like, she says the exact same thing to Kurt Russell's character in, um, the tombstone movie. I just thought that was interesting. I was like, Oh, this fucking movies came out in the same year. Um, but yeah, when you, when you were talking about the reveal, it was kind of like um, in the Black Widow movie with uh, what's his name or Taskmaster. Taskmaster. What Taskmaster reveal wanted to be? <laughs> yeah, but it was like this is clearly a dude, in a, <laughs> but then when the reveal happens, like oh, now obviously it's a woman. But yeah, it was um, like the animation style, like very clear cut. Who's a man and woman? you know, like with the big broad shoulders and the little legs and then all the women are all like curvy. So it's like, well, this character was definitely drawn as a man for most mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, it was, it was interesting, but um, have you guys done Dick Tracy for a movie of the week before? No, I love okay, it. We should, nice. we should do that. Anyways, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll say what it's about. Sag. <laughs> Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, those, it was real quick. It was watchable. Not to interrupt uh, John here. Uh, Cuervo was a great idea. Maybe we can explore that this week or, or you know, whenever. Panel should have an occasional Patreon picking movie of the week. I, I absolutely love that idea. I really do. 
Uh, John, what do you think about Mask of the Phantasm? Uh, IMDb, 7.0 out of 10. 85% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, hour and 16 minutes. Came out in 1993. My apologies, guys. I didn't get to catch it this week. I've just been swamped with work. But I will watch it when I have time. I My appreciate the honesty, but I understand. First week back at work, get a round of applause for John there. Getting back on Thank the... You, I couldn't, I, I couldn't sleep if I sat here and just lied. So I had to come to, with the truth. I would have hit you with one of these. Why the fuck you lying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ben, Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> yeah, so, I, it, you know what? It's funny. For me, in my mind's eye, this has been one, is one of the best Batman the Animated Series movies of all time. And then I watched it in bed last night, and I wasn't as happy as I remember feeling with it and i think part of it was kind of what you said zach the foreshadowing for the reveal at the end uh was pretty on the nose like right from the very first minute that she flips bruce wayne over Bro, back the second that she flipped him i was like this bitch is dude i'm like right i'm like okay it, it, like <laughs> it took so, me out of the f- i'm so glad it, you mentioned that moment. it took me it's out a little movie. bit too because i was like okay like clearly she is the mask I thought the Phantasm was a really cool character, and I immediately was like looking on eBay and like trying to find the figure, right? Because like I've been collecting the Batman the Animated Series figure line, and I'm like, I definitely have to get uh, this figure in hand. Oh, they have I a modern lo- version of it. They Ed? do. I yeah, I've heard that. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's like a, it's a bigger one, so it's not the same scale as mine, but they've got a slightly bigger one. The one that I want is a two pack with the with the Batman, so it's actually like it comes in a pretty large box. <laughs> Mark, which was is that a cool. Taskmaster joke? No, it wasn't. Oh, no, I thought wasn't, you were no. gonna be like, yeah, it's the Hot Toys Taskmaster. Oh uh, no, <laughs> no, no. There is a bigger <laughs> it, it version a you can get too, but it's not. But uh, I'm hoping that Mondo Toys makes one, because uh, that would be really really cool to see. Um, but I, so I had a couple of complaints. Uh, and again, it's very minor, but she was a badass fighter when it came to Bruce Wayne. She was a badass fighter when it came to the criminals. When she fights the Joker at the end of that film, she basically just like stops trying entirely and nearly gets herself killed. And I was like, A, why did you take your take the mask off other than to reveal to the audience who you are? Why would you expose yourself that way? She was getting shot at point blank in that film like a, quite a few times, not taking any damage. There's no explanation as to why she's smoky, like what like the phantasm gas is. Um, there's no explanation as to why she's so bulletproof or so overpowered at the beginning of the movie and then just not at all in the Joker fight at the end. It felt to me like it was done for the sake of the film and not for the sake of like an actual good continuity of story. That drove me a little bit crazy. But on the good side of things, one of the parts of the movie that I completely forgot is when they visit the Museum of the Future. Uh, and you get to see Batman's, uh, like his Batmobile before oh, it's yeah. the Batmobile. He sees it and he's like, oh, I half expected him because I couldn't remember the part. I half expected him to turn to Alfred and be like, go buy that while I take this bitch on a date. You know, <laughs> like I want that thing in the Batcave, right? So, and like we get a chance he gets to find the Batcave later in the film. And like, so there's a lot of that, like batman building uh like of the storyline which i thought was really really cool i loved that we got the chance to see what the joker looked like without his makeup on and then that reveal of him being as part of kind of that group of mobsters that uh that she's after i thought that was was cool and i'd forgot about that part and i thought he looked kind of like the joker and then when it was the joker i was like ha see that to me was 
that was a spicier uh, reveal than 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 otherwise. But I would say that in terms of animated Batman movies, um, this is probably like fourth on my list. It's it's definitely still up there. It was still a really great watch. If you've never seen it before, I would recommend it for sure. Still, I'm glad Zach you picked it for sure. Uh, it made me want the toys, and there was lots about the film that I liked. Um, but it it still it, wa- it wasn't as good as my like twelve year old brain thought it was when I was twelve, and it was revealed that she was the phantasm. That did blow me away, um, and the love story was a little on on the nose uh, for sure. There it was really a- was. <laughs> it was, but it's also like a kid's love story, right? It's like a kid's love story, and like making out the yeah. next day. So for I sure, could dig for it. sure, yeah. So again. I'd recommend watching it, but uh, but yeah, no, it was good. I think we should still do the the Under the Red Hood at some point because uh, that was a pretty crazy. Pick oh, it as your movie, one of the week, la- bro. That movie's busting. Re- one last thing that I was gonna say was I'm surprised this is just a straight up PG film because that one scene where the older guy with the oxygen mask comes to the Joker asking for the Joker's help, and the Joker's like, oh, like don't worry, pal, you're my best friend. I'll totally help you. And then in the next scene, he's dead in the chair and you're like, and he, like they show him dead in the chair and it's like, Ooh, like that's pretty, it's pretty graphic for like a PG movie. <laughs> so I yeah. thought that was cool too. Sounds so, like we had yeah. that on the panel tonight. Jesus Christ. I didn't joke. understand Over that, my head. But <laughs> Over my head. <laughs> um, so shout out to the animated Batman animated series. One of the best series of all time. One of my favorites growing up. I will say, and this is a great addition to that, right? Like, as, as Zach was saying, like, basically an, an extended episode of that series. I find them a little bit hard to go back and watch. I think it's the pacing. The anima- animation style is still beautiful. It still holds up. But for whatever reason, because it's just a bit slower paced, um, I, I just have a hard time. I kind of struggle through them. So this one kind of is a victim of that for me. Still a great, you know, film if you haven't seen it, if you enjoy the series, um, or if you're new to the series, definitely have to watch this one. I will say the reason I brought up Dick Tracy, there's obviously a, a similar reveal in that movie. And we should totally do that as a movie of the week, by the way. But uh, I think as a kid, I was already prepared for this reveal because of that. Um, and this is kind of like in a long line of Batman having a masked foe, right? There's the Red Hood, Arkham Knight. I'm sure there's many others. And then it's revealed to be someone close to him. So um, in that sense, it's not super original, but overall happy this movie exists. I have a, a lot of positive things to say about it, but not one that you definitely have to rush out and see if you're not like a fan of this animation style, I'd say. 100%. Um, yeah, there's a ton of amazing Batman animated films uh, Long Halloween Part One, Part Two, Year One. Uh, Batman versus Dracula is actually a banger ass movie. It is so fucking good. Yeah, it was way uh, better than I expected. 100%. Under the Red Hood, Hush. Sorry, Ben, I was just telling you to hush, but Hush is also a really good one. Wow. <laughs> I'm just wow. kidding. Uh, Dean the Dream Martin. Actually, it, as well, it's your movie of the week pick, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the fence with the Blade Runners. I don't know which one to pick. Did we already do 2049? We, I don't know that we have, but I would well, say go in order. I've, I haven't seen 2049. Yeah. Have you seen oh. the first one? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2049. 100%. Let's do it. Harrison Ford is the goat, man. Dude, I kind of want to go OG because it's been a while since I've watched that movie. So, but Anna de Armas isn't in the OG. You're not wrong. But uh, what's her name is in it? So. Bro, Ryan Gosling isn't in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
five tickets for the Barbie movie <coughs> featuring Ryan Gosling. Yeah, five, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go, OG uh, Blade Runner. Let's fucking go, baby. Yeah. Cool. I'd love, love to see it. With that being said, Dean, let's give a, a shout out to the Patreonies that keep the network going. Yeah, the three pillars, as John says on his show. Also, John, you've been like off screen the entire show, and it bums me out because yeah, like, you're like you're I like, like to this. see your face. I charge you extra for that. Only on Club you get the full reveal. Dean, what are you talking about? We never get to see your face. What? <laughs> what? does that mean? <laughs> oh Jesus! What does that Christ. even mean? I'm Today's always a on Savage episode. Who the fuck did that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? <laughs> I missed that clip. That was from the good old Jesus. days. I want to know what days. what that means. I'm on the show all the time. How about the three pillars of our beautiful <laughs> collecting community? Hey, look, here? if you're avoiding conflict, it's not going to work. Oh, we've had conflict today. We can deal with some conflict <laughs> after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The three pillars Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Giss, Daminator, Joao Breda, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DiGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri, Wa, Derek B, Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Maton, Jimmy James, Stephen Persia, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, <clears throat> oh, is it? <clears throat> uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Stephen Maria Stanley, Eddie Mazanaras, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gigi should be removed from the it. slide until she pays up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, how dare you put her business out there like that? Our August Damn. Patreon benefits, the Prince Zorbo upgraded to a magnet now. People people were kind of scared, like, bro, if I only get one Prince Zorbo, where am I going to put it? We put it. We decided to upgrade it to a magnet for you guys. We also have the Shrink Ray sticker to keep it kind of sci-fi alien themed, so stay tuned for that coming in August. Uh, we have three tiers, the Sweet Angel tier, which is stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The $15 certified crispy certificate, which is figure fix assistance and all the benefits of the previous tier. The What a Guy tier, which is the uh, What a Guy exclusive Pog Deluxe set on your first pledge. Doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tier. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that. We have some uh, great stickers that we send out every month. Um, and yeah, for the YouTube channel members, we got Mojo Z78, Absolute Irwin, Test Jess 1, DK Avenger 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Ol' Fern, OG Fan, Bam Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, uh, Lemur Hernandez, Carlito, CT603, Eddie, Money Mendez, and Luke Fredericks. Uh, big shout out to all you guys who keep the channel going as well. We got a new one today. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to update it. We also had, uh, I don't know if I can see a dream. Roll up the dreams. Yeah, see a dreams. There we go. Thank you very much for that, Dean. Just remind me, I'll get that updated on the uh, channel member side. Membership starts at 99 cents for Patreon members or 2.99 for the Peanut Gallery. You get special loyalty badges and emojis. And I think if we get like six more 
members, we unlock another emoji slot. So be sure to tune in for that. On the network, we have uh, After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. We also had a great live unboxing last night. Probably one of the hardest that I've laughed in a very long time. It was uh, Lane puts on a damn show every time he's on the air. He's dynamite. Uh, we have, I believe, Small Talk this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then Collector's Club on Friday, the place to be on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Central Time. 8 p.m., we're playing Dungeons & Dragons on Live and Let Dice. We have some crazy, crazy shit that happened the last episode. And we are um, going to have some really, uh, really big character-defining moments for the campaign. So if you're even a casual fan of D&D... Definitely be sure to tune in for that. Uh, we have some swag on Tee Public. Uh, you can find us there at the link in the comments. Uh, we put up shirts all the time. I think the next shirt that we're putting up is a Collector's Club shirt. I think John's dotting the I's and crossing the T's on that one, so be sure to tune in for that. Uh, but yeah, tons of great shirts there. They're always on sale, so definitely wait for a deal. And then, John, if you don't mind, can you read the um, socials for me, please? Yeah, of course. On Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly. As well as our main group, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, on Instagram, at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore Clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Guys, be sure to follow all those pages there. Appreciate the support. Yeah, definitely. We also want to plug our giveaway one more time. You can enter to win a Hot Toys Short Trooper for our 2,000 subscriber celebration. Uh, to enter, subscribe to Collecting Weekly and Collectors Enabled. Uh, join a Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook group and comment hashtag CW2K on the pinned post on the group it's right at the top there pablo Meza, feel like this was a very special edition of collecting weekly it was it was a good one i had like almost 100 people watching at one point you'd love to see it uh and time for shout outs i want to just briefly give one to michael mann again i talked it at the top of the show but dude came through ultra clutch with uh you know with with helping me out with a piece i needed to, to complete my batmobile Really appreciate that. Uh, also want to give a shout-out to Dean the Dream Martin. He's been drawing some great D&D artwork for T Public. Some <clears throat> homage designs we have. Yeah, fact, can we let show? Me, yeah, yeah, bring that up. Let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, so a- <clears throat> in the last episode of our D&D campaign, Zach learned a new ability. Yes. That allows him to turn into creatures as long as he learns the spell. No, as long as I know of the creature. Know of the creature, yeah. And he has to, like, learn about it. And, like, you had to learn about a book, right? Anyway, he turned into a brontosaurus. And so he came up with this good idea to draw. He's like, bro, you remember the uh, Boba Fett from the holiday special? Star Wars holiday special, yeah. Yeah, so I drew Ozol as a brontosaurus with his little wizard hat, That's and then my awesome. character as the Boba Fett. So I used with the, the same with the themed color palette. Yeah, the color palette. Yeah, so just amazing. Yeah, love to see. Amazing. It. it was really fun to draw. It's amazing. And I think the next one that he's working on, which I, I did give him permission for what it's worth um, during the show, but it's the Hobbit number one cover by David Wenzel of Gandalf with Bilbo. And it's yeah, gonna be Ozol yeah. with. Uh, yeah, if you want to pull that up. Um, Big shout out to John and Ben. You guys had some great, passionate discussion today. Oh my God, that's incredible, Dean. Jesus, that's amazing. And then let's see, there's Stolas. Love it. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Why can't I see Stolas? Yeah, we'll 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 get that up here in a second. But yeah, John and uh, oh. Ben, you guys had some great. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Some great, passionate discussion today. Obviously, uh, you know, we definitely. 
have that here at Collecting Weekly. So uh, really, really great takes on everything. And, you know, especially, John, bringing your personal experience of, of kind of where you're at with collecting, um, you know, the, the transitioning that you're going through um, definitely, definitely adds a lot to the panel. Shout out to Marco and Gigi also. I know Gigi had to step out earlier, but sweet, sweet Gigi. Proud of her. Uh, anyone else yeah. have any shout outs they want to give? So I do. Um, two quick things. Uh, I know there was a few people in the panel at the be- or at the in the chat at the beginning of the show that were hoping for some Star Trek news uh, on today's show. Apologize, we didn't bring any Star Trek news uh, to this. Uh, one some of the main Star Trek news that we saw this week. Uh, so shout out to uh, Nichelle Nichols who played Uhura in the original Star Trek series. Uh, she passed away this week. Uh, she was an amazing actress uh, and a really good person. It would seem so. Uh, definitely sad for the Star Trek community to see her gone, as well as David 100%. Warner, uh, who played a couple of different characters, uh, but most notably. Uh, a Cardassian character who tortures Picard, um, as well as uh, uh, Chancellor Gorkon in uh, in one of the films, uh, Undiscovered well, uh, Country. Also an amazing actor. You guys may recognize him from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, he was the guy, uh, the scientist in charge of the ooze. Uh, and so, awesome, awesome two actors that we lost uh, as part of the Star Trek community this week. So definitely shout out to those folks and their families. Uh, rest in peace to those guys. 100%. Well, the Kardashians are still on TV torturing us all, so... Wow. <laughs> Gal Madrid was the character name. I couldn't remember it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the Star Trek news, like, there was some stuff that was kind of... It's it's so hard to to do news, right? Because it's like, you know, if we're friends with a, with a product creator on Facebook, like, is that technically, like, fair game news? Like... It's hard, so there was some stuff on non non Jim's pages. You know, a lot of people want us to talk about, and we just had so much Hot Toys news this week that I just didn't really know if it was appropriate to mention it because it's not technically an official statement. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, or uh, sorry, Marco, do you have any uh, shout out you want to give or John? I will just really quickly say shout out to Eddie Money Mendez. His brother was selling a um, Daredevil figure, and so he hooked me up with a nice little price and, and shipped it out right away. So. Happy to add that one right before he shows up in all these other properties. There you go. Shout out to Lane for coming on yesterday and doing the unboxing. Appreciate you, brother. Lane the Legend, bro. That's his new nickname. That guy is amazing. Yeah, uh, we also have a um, giveaway, two giveaways actually, for two of our our, uh, programs. Um, John on Live Unboxing, once we hit 2,000 subscribers, is going to give away a uh, DLX Optimus which was given to us by Lane the Legend. Uh, so big shout out to Lane. And then uh, for Small Talk, when we hit 2,000 subscribers, or 2,100 subscribers, or on their 75th episode, whichever comes first, uh, they're going to be giving away a Hammond Collection Rex. So if you want to enter to win that, uh, there's a video on our YouTube channel. You just comment your favorite dinosaur figure, and you're entered to win. So... Uh, not a lot of entries there so far, so it may be kind of a dud giveaway, but you know we'll hopefully try to get some some excitement going there. But uh, I think that's all I have for you guys tonight. If anyone else has anything they want to shout out, let me know. And if not, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.